Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Gamer Podcast. I am Antonius the Gamer. Once again, I am joined by my co-host, Jory, a.k.a. Super SS Frank, Tim, a.k.a. Mikhail Smith. Thank you guys for joining me for episode six of The Gamer Podcast. Now, fellas, it is, you know, we're getting to, like, the slower parts of the summer gaming era. You know, a lot of the announcements for fall have kind of been announced. Uh, we've mostly gotten into some of the bigger news thus far this year when it comes to games and things to, to look forward to. So, you know, we talked about this, and I figured this would be the best episode to kind of really get into the anime side of things. Really dedicated episode to all things anime. And, you know, we've all had our discussions both together and in, in individual conversations about what modern anime looks like for this next generation and for us as adults, right? We kind of grew up in the pioneering era of anime, right? It was a little bit more niche. You know what I'm saying? You had to go to your comic book store way in the back of the corner to, you know, get the latest Dragon Ball C magazine, you know, walk through the Spider-Mans and Iron-Mans and all these things just to like, yo, you guys got that, uh, got that new DBZ? Uh, you know, like the, the little bootleg VHSs from Japan with the subtitles, you know? This uh this this new era, they don't know how blessed they are. They got Crunchyroll, they got all these different uh different Stream. ways to just consume, yeah, streaming and consuming anime. Um they didn't know what we gotta go through to kind of watch these things. They didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I always think back to high school of like again, you were just like in that little niche friend circle of people who knew what you were talking about. Now I see Goku stickers on people's cars, right? Like we've come a long way about mainstream anime acceptance. And you know, my first question and the first topic that I'd like to get into is what would you guys consider to be the modern big three of anime? And for those who don't know about that concept of big three, the big three was a, a term that was coined in the 2000s, right? Right when anime was really blowing up, where like the Shonen Jump um, series were really starting to break into the mainstream, right? So the original big three would be considered, uh, you know, Bleach, Naruto, One Piece. Right, and that kind of splintered off of everything having its era, right? The 90s had their own big three. The 2000s had their big three. Now we're in the 2010s and 2020s. And, you know, we're seeing all, we're seeing anime everywhere, right? We're seeing Chainsaw Man, One Punch Man, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer. So, you know, I want to know from uh, guys who were raised in the 90s like myself, what would you guys consider to be the big three if there was a big three? For the 90s, correct? No, no, no. For for current day. And we'll kind of work our way back. Um, current day, I would definitely say, you know, my hero, for one. I definitely mm -hmm. consider as a prime contender. Um, I, I wanted to say Demon Slayer, but I do feel like it's still a very growing concept. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it could still hold a decent slot. Um, this last slot, I do feel like it's like a transcendent type of title. Like, you know how, like, GTA went from... PS3 to PS4 to PS5. Mm -hmm. I feel like One Piece to this day still holds a very big mm -hmm. slot in terms of people's like, you know, big three. Because one thing I have come to realize, especially, yeah, and I think it was at the beginning of the Wano arc where I re I recently saw a lot of people start One Piece from the very beginning mm -hmm. and, and have made their way up to current. 1-0 arc fights and I was like babe that is dedication <laughs> like that is dedication like there's no supernatural figure there's mm -hmm. no man woman child that could never tell you that you don't have patience yes because that is the definition of patient 
to see that many episodes and be like, I'm gonna see it through. <laughs> filler, fillers and all, like, cause like you know, for me, like, bro, when that Sky PR got hit, bro, I was like, bro, this is this 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 makes Freeze Saga look like a joke. <laughs> but that's what I would consider my big. Three. Okay, okay, I'm not mad at that, Joy. What would you consider the the, the modern big three? Modern big three, my hero makes makes a, a strong strong point. Um, I don't know how to feel about this because it's like. It's just it just doesn't line up with the the big three format of battle shonen, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say Attack on Titan. You think it's in the, the modern big three? I mean, I don't I can't say who else is it. I, don't I mean know who else an argument an argument could be made for it. An argument could be made for it. I just wonder, especially because like the manga's technically over there's been so many. Yeah, villains. that's why. Yeah, that's why it's, it's a little weird. So <laughs> maybe I might put that on the shelf. Okay. Uh, but my hero, my hero academia. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know, man. I mean, one good way to point out is what is pushing video games and toys. That's why, like I said, Demon Slayer, my hero, because. In terms of like anime aesthetic or like for video games and toys, those are pushing it. Like even like right. apparel, bro. Like you will see like people fully decked out at Supercons, any other anime conventions. My Hero and Demon Slay characters are one of the first few things that yeah, you see. Absolutely right. You'll see a Nesuko in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess for me, the reason why I'm not gonna put Demon Slayer up there because it's like Demon Slayer is going to pretty much end pretty soon so right it's not a very long yeah so that's why i was like you know i don't know if it it it, to me it's a full metal alchemist well but you know you know that's a good point but i do feel like anime as of now or especially the way tv works now i think you know not everybody wants 10 seasons anymore you know don't overstay your welcome to the point where the story just doesn't make sense anymore like you know look look at where we are with dragon ball super like you, you've kind of like overstayed your welcome. So, like, yes, maybe more limited stories might be the formula moving forward. That's true. I think we, we, uh, I remember Tim uh, again in a previous iteration of this. We had talked about where growing up, you always kind of wanted to know at one point, like, man, whatever happens in Yu Yu Hakusho down the road, whatever happens to Dragon Ball. Now we're getting all these. Uh, now we're getting it. We're like, I don't know if this was. <laughs> I don't know if I really wanted this, and maybe it should have ended at that time. <laughs> Yeah. Considered. Um. I mean, One Piece. I don't even consider One Piece a part of the Big Three anymore because it's already like superseded that. That's right. like, but you know, so it's still modern. You know what I'm saying? Like to Tim's point, it's like it's 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 transcendent. People who are younger than us generation. who are like, yeah, who have watched it. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, and have caught up. You know, we're on like they're they're on the weekly episodes, like. I remember then, I was started watching One Piece in college. That was ten yeah. years ago. I'm gonna say then I'm gonna say Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm um, gonna say Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, you know what? Okay, Jujutsu Kaisen. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Nope. No. 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 Mm-hmm. Why not? No. Uh. I was gonna say this for like our second topic, but we can talk about it. Okay, a bit. okay. I, I think 
not to get too much ahead of ourselves, I think JoJo is more of a resurgence than an actual big three. Because it's it's technically a 90s series that's just getting a very late adaption, right? So we're seeing it. It's, it's invaded anime meme culture, right? There's just so many references to it at this point. But if you think about it, it's 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 a Dragon Ball era series. You know, okay. like it's, it's not really modern in the sense that unless you're somebody who's like reading Jojo Lands or whatever, you know, Araki is doing right now, a lot of the bigger aspects of Jojo have been around for literally decades at this point. You know, there's a reason why Jotaro has kind of superseded just, you know, just the anime because it's been around for so long. Okay. So, okay. So, My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to have to, I think, I think my final pick is going to be um, it's hard, man, because even Vinland Saga is actually I, making a rise. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, um, you know, so it's like I guess we'll, we'll it's weird, man. It a little bit because it's funny. Like when I was making my list, I put Jujutsu Kaisen with a question mark at the end, right? Where I'm like. Technically, there's only been one season of the anime, right? We're about to get the second season. Um, from what I've seen online, the manga is very, very popular, right? It's being pretty well received. And, you know, people are hyped for season two. It got a theatrical release for a movie, you know, like already. Um, so it, it definitely seems like a, a pretty big deal. But I'm like, is it too... I mean, again, for a big three, right? Like the one that's like pushing the the culture right now. Is Jujutsu Kaisen doing enough? Then I'll say Chainsaw Man. Again, one season though. Because uh, I was gonna put One Punch Man, but one season, two seasons, but One Punch Man is a, a wild card because yeah. the, the dip in quality took, made right. it take a hit for me. So I don't know, man. I, I to be honest with you, I can't really pick because there's nothing that's grabbing my attention. Okay, to where I'm like, it's where it's giving me that same level of ecstasy as when we were when we were younger. Okay, you know, like, stay, stay on that point because that's actually yeah. my next topic. Um, I'll okay. get my, my list real quick and we'll go right into that because I, I I did have another question when I was making my list. So for okay. mine, you know, I would agree. My Hero Academia, like whether you like the storyline or not or where it's been going, you can't deny the impact that it's had over the years. You know, it's it's especially the first three seasons, people were on the edge of their seats waiting for it to drop. You know, it's had three very solid movies. Um, you know, you see the apparel all over the place. Uh, the the appeal of Midoriya and Bakugo and all of them can can be felt in that younger generation. I think it's undeniable at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, my second pick. What did I pick? Sorry. Uh, I did put Demon Slayer. I mean, again, it is a shorter series, like Jory said. But I think to Tim's point, it's like we're see, we're starting to see the spillover effect and then getting bigger and bigger and bigger in appeal. Right. I mean, we're talking about a, a series where its second arc technically was released as a movie and made millions and millions of dollars like this ain't you know like for a, such a short series this is not true just like oh it's cool to kind of watch on your board like people are on the edge of their seats kind of watching demon slayer <clears throat> and then for my third pick again i was a little like i'm like i'm not too sure like i said jujitsu kaisen question mark um what did i put as my uh other option um i did think uh one piece had the chance of kind of re-emerging as that as well but I ended up ultimately going, even though I don't watch it, and Jory, you and I have joked about this uh, multiple times. I'm like, not for nothing, Black Clover. 
I've seen it mm. gain more and more and more and more mainstream um, mm. appeal. I feel like it's this generation's okay. Naruto. You know? You're right. You're right. Wants to be the Wizard King. He's an underrated, no talent having, you know, optimistic character. His uh, rival is a black-haired, moody-looking guy. <laughs> you know, like, uh, the, 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 the blueprint is, is right there. Um, so yeah, that's you're right. Be like my my uh my third wild card pick, like it might it might be Black Clover. Um, I can rock with that. Okay, okay. okay. All right. You um, know what? You know what's you know what's so funny about that? It it brings in another interesting point. I felt like the title had it was up and down. Like people, like um, not people, animes kind of like were fighting for that title shot. Yeah. Now it it kind of like by default happened because it was gonna be. It was gonna be um, the fact that you mentioned Wizard King made me think of Meliodas. Seven Deadly Sins. Seven yeah. Deadly Sins, and uh, you know it could it could have been there. It yeah, could have been there. Between it was the gonna Netflix be My Hero releases, Academia. Yeah. Seven Deadly Sins and um, Jujutsu Kaisen. If the energy kept up, but mm-hmm. that definitely took a hit, man. Yeah. So, Seven Deadly Sins. You know, between the Netflix releases, between the animation quality, between Eliotis kind of being a little bit of a pedophile. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it gets him and a bond. Just a little, I'm like, this is... Mm. Yeah, Meliodas is wild, man. Grow up? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say that they, it definitely was a, a potential at one point. Um, but to get right into the next topic, because again, I think this all ties in together. For the modern day, do you guys feel like because anime is so popular nowadays, do you guys think a big three is even necessary? Right? Because going back to where Jory's indecision was, right? You have a lot of names that are like, yeah, it it, it could be Chainsaw Man, it could be Attack on Titan. It could, there's a lot of animes that have had such a, a cult following at this point that it's hard to say like what's the one that's kind of driving the industry. I would say it's more of like a social media type of debate. I wouldn't okay. say like outside of that, like it won't it won't really hold the same weight, I would say. Mm-hmm. I do feel like people just love the variety of influx of what we have. Like, because, you know, there's people, you know, once they binge, you know, the latest season or something, they look for something new because they have realized that there is endless quality out there where there's a mini series or whether it's been probably 10 seasons long, but you just never heard about it. Right. It's just like anime industry is such a deep vortex of like content that you just can't deny it. Yeah. It's it's literally there's something for everyone. You mm-hmm. know, so whereas opposed before where you, I mean obviously you had other options, but they weren't, you know, like you said, as promoted as much, right? Social media wasn't highlighting them as often. Um and there wasn't as many subgenres, I'd argue. Mm-hmm. Right. Where it's just like you have shows that with ridiculous names like again not to throw shade but it's just like i reincarnated as a slime i'm like well, i don't know what this is but i yeah. see it all the time yeah, you know yeah. like there's a lot of shows where i'm like i don't i've never watched it i've heard of it in passing like jory said villain saga everyone's telling me it's fire and it might be but it's like yeah, again yeah. there's so many other things that i'm watching right now that i'm like all right i'll get to it when i get to it you know you can make an argument for baki these days <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's it, you know but I'm sorry, no. No, I, I oh, the, like, there's such a uh, there's so many genres that it's hard to be like, no, nah, this is the one right here. If they did not choose to go the CG route, Keegan is better than Baki. Um, had they did, 
Had they did written animation, had they did hand-drawn animation with a, a decent budget, mm-hmm. uh, Keegan is better than Baki. Keegan. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's on okay. Netflix. It's um, it's like a cel-shaded, um, cel-shaded fighter. Like a, it's a battle. It's a fighting anime. Um, you can type. You can look at the Kingid manga. And it's okay. it's um it's better than Baki man because what it is is corporations, they hire a fighter and they they sponsor this fighter, so Sears, Kmart, mm. Burger King, Burger King, um uh, the police department, and they literally fight over for shares. So it's millionaires underground, underground wow. tournaments. Okay. So yeah, they fight for shareholders. So it's like um. So they have fake corporations, like they have Disney, someone who fights for Walt Disney, mm. someone who fights for Nintendo, someone who fights for um, PlayStation. It's, it's, it's real interesting, interesting, man. Yeah. And um, when I say you don't know who's going to win, you don't know who's going to win. It brings you back to like Yu-Gi-Oh days where you're like, yo, you know, and it, it, the, the fact that the main character doesn't fight as often actually makes it feel like a very effective fighting game. So where okay. you have that, you know, that you're that that openness to playing certain characters on the roster, you know, like there's not. Yeah. So, I think, you know, I think that's 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 becoming a new trend and I'm not mad at it. Right. I think, um, you know, we've talked about this before. One Punch Man. I think One Punch Man, ironically, its greatest strength is that Saitama is usually on the sideline. You're able to flesh out these other secondary characters who <laughs> not for nothing do have room for growth. Right. You're mm-hmm. like, you, we've seen Genos grow because it's just like. Once Saitama gets there, it's over, right? But you're able to see these other characters kind of like grow from their interaction with him because he's he's a boss card, you know, like he's <laughs> he's he's the the finishing move, you know. Exodia, so, yeah, he's Exodia, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think Exodia. you know that that trend of these secondary characters having more uh, more weight. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at you know the days of holding out for Goku to show up on the battlefield are over, and and I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, so to keep things going, let's let's go back in time a little bit, right? So, you know, we talked about the topics beforehand. I wanted to make sure we save this actual conversation for the podcast. I didn't want us to reveal our hands too soon. Uh, you know, we were all raised in the 90s, right? We were all raised in the wild, wild west of anime, right? And again, we've, we kind of know where the 2000s big three is, right? So we're going to get to that in a moment. But I, I, I was curious... To hear your guys' opinion on what you guys would consider to be the big three in the 90s, right? When things were getting established, when, again, it was much harder to get your hands on certain animes. And you really had to find out from your homeboy at school who happened to buy the random VHS at the comic book store because you you had no other way of knowing. Um, I'll start. You know, I think, again, the not-so-big elephant in the room, the obvious choice, Dragon Ball Z, was the one, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, That was Toonami's bread and butter. You know, we all know where we were when certain promotional videos when Toonami dropped with Dragon Ball Z clips, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was everywhere. Obviously, we're the generation that kind of carried that in America, at least, to to the promised land, you know, of like mm-hmm. being one of the goats. Uh, the other two choices on my personal list, and that's all, like, again, I'm curious <laughs> to hear your guys' take. I think the second runner-up for me would be Yu Yu Hakusho, as mm-hmm. far as one of the big three of the 90s. And then, uh, and I'll, I'll say why real quick. I think for me, I didn't get into Yu Yu Hakusho until later, um, or later than most people. And 
going back to watch it later, I was like, I could see why it was such a, a compelling show, right? Like, Yusuke is a great protagonist. You know, like, he's just, he's not a good guy. <laughs> like, he has a good heart, but he's not really a good guy. And I think this is what kind of made him compelling. Like, he's like a, a bad boy with a good heart. Um, and then, of course, the supporting cast was just fire. It was just fire. You know, you got your, your basically, like, your, your woman version of Masaroshi with the trainer. You know, <laughs> Uh, Hie or Hie or however it's pronounced. Hie, right? Come on now. Hie. Hie was Sasuke before Sasuke. Let's just call it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's just just the swordsman with the third eye and the the, the black fire dragon. Like, come on. We all know what we were. I was like, yo, what is this? This looks flame. Greatest tournament in history. Right. The Torguro brothers, bro. I just need this final spirit gun. I'm like, yo, what is I need to, I need to catch <laughs> yeah. up real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's impact cannot be denied. Um, and then my third choice going on impact that cannot be denied, Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing is in my is in my big three. Like you guys both know how I feel. I'm not I'm not the mech anime kind of guy. Never have been. Uh, there's exceptions for me, but I'm like, bro, I everyone I knew watched Gundam. Wing, I knew every single character without watching the show. My cousin had me sleep over so we could watch Endless Waltz when it dropped on Tsunami. Oh, man. <laughs> My. <laughs> I remember when I got to Japan, he was like, yo, you, if you could just get me Wing Zero, <laughs> I will send you the bread. Just come back with that Wing Zero model. And I'm like, bro, I, I can't. I can't lie, the Gundam with the angel wings, bro. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like 90s, 90s aesthetic. That's a testament to know what time he was in. Yes, the drawings, the sound effects, the guns. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, for again, for me, who was not a mech enthusiast, I wasn't, you know, watching Big O or any of those things. It's like, mm. you cannot escape Gundam Wing. Mm. So, those were my picks for Big Three. What about you guys? Um, I would definitely say, actually. I'm not going to say Dragon Ball Z, because um, I do feel like since you said it, I want to give more room to other uh, bigger nominations as well. Mm. I would definitely say Digimon. Okay. Digimon was like a very big pinnacle part of the 90s, especially the first two seasons with the with the original cast that kept revolving, the original yeah. kids and the descendants of the little kids with their new friends. I guess my question would be, why, uh, why would you say that Digimon hit harder than Pokemon? You know, they were always being compared to um, each other. To be honest, bro, like, and it goes back to our last podcast to say, um, discussion. I just kind of felt the anime after the Indigo League is just mm-hmm. like, Pokemon didn't really slap as hard as the video games. Mm. So it's kind of like, yeah, you kind of consider them separate, but like, yeah, it was good, but it wasn't really nothing that I can miss a Pokemon episode, I would say. I can miss it. Fair. Go to sleep. No, no, you're right. I yeah, miss I would, not miss anything. But a Digimon episode, bro, like Digimon has such great continuity mm-hmm. that like when they fought um the 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 four dark the four dark masters, like the fact that, that I found out that this metal Seijimon was the first Seijimon that they fought. Yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, so like you you never it was just such a like a, a very like undertone type of thing that you never would have realized, like, wow, one of the first villains that they fought became this big titan of a character. R.I.P. Cedramon. Yeah. 
And, and, and that's a good point you bring up. Cause I remember, like, Dorian and I talk about this all the time. It's like, we remember where we were when you when I saw War Greyman on and Metal Gurumon for the first time. You're right. You could not miss an episode. You'd be like, yo, <sighs> I need to be home. I'm not sleeping over. I'm not Man. going outside. I need to be in my room, TV on. <laughs> you know, I cannot miss this episode. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Tim. Okay. I would definitely, um, I definitely got to, like... I'm going to say a double one here, and I okay. and I feel like one is a limited series, but one is an ongoing series. Gundam Wing okay. and, and Ronin Warriors. Ronin Warriors? Nah, you got to elaborate, please. No, all right. Ronin Warriors, it was a, it was a, and that's why I say it was a limited series. Mm-hmm. It was a limited series, like, like you know, like Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer. But, bro, one in Ronin He's Warriors. He's not wrong. Ronin Warriors was literally... The boy version of Sailor Moon. It was. It, it was. was. Like, even when I rewatched it back, I was like, bro, this is darker than I thought. Like, oh, all man. this, like, like you mean to tell me all this stuff was going on? Like, even Gundam Wing, bro, watching that now as an adult, mm-hmm. like, especially knowing economics of the world. Yes. It's like, wow. It's a political anime. Gundam Wing is a political anime. When you get older, you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> They were and talking about was, war and, and country negotiations. <laughs> and so my third one, um, and you know, this is a this is a very big one because I really felt like it really hit multiple communities. Yu-Gi-Oh! As a big three. Yes. Because in mm-hmm. terms of trading card games and even like early days of cosplay, right. video games, it hit all three. You right. They used to have Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments in the mall. In the mall, Aventura Mall, I go and Aventura you just see mall, the, the table set up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, wow. Okay, okay. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Jory, go ahead. Um, Aaron, we we agreed on all uh, all check marks, all boxes yeah. checked, man. But I'm gonna go with, with something different. Okay. Um, I think we I think we all have to be, we all have to admit we all have to admit we watched Sailor Moon. We did, yes, we did. Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon hit. It for did. Female, for I, girls and, yeah. But you, okay. So I thought about Sailor Moon also, right? Because you're right. Yeah. Even as guys, we did watch it. But I feel like Sailor Moon's continuous popularity has been mostly Japan, right? Whereas like Dragon Ball's kind of like lingered in, in, in the yeah. West, right? Yeah. At a certain point, like even the girls that grew up watching Sailor Moon, if you were to ask them now, they're like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what the characters are up to. They don't yeah. know, like you know, what's been going on with the series ever since. But, but for at that time, mm-hmm. we're in the nineties. It it hit. It no, my it older did. sister, it did. my older sister was watching it. Mm-hmm. My brother still remembers it. I'm pretty sure anybody in their forties. I'm like, oh, that's Sailor Moon, without a question. We already know the Twistito mascot. We all know when he turned the moonlight night um stick. We all know when he came when her sister came out of nowhere stick the talking cats. That was yeah. the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So you had that. Um, it 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 still hit, and then Sailor Moon's influence is literally on a lot of costumes. On everything on, on everything. everything. The magic Naruto girl. doing a true tribute. The sexy mm-hmm. jutsu. How's his hair? Sailor Moon. That's mm-hmm. the first thing we thought of. You know. Um. So that'd be my first one because we all knew how her her hers. We all knew she did the um the structure this as well. Hmm. You feel me? With the, with this little shining tiara. <laughs> yeah, the ATR, the <laughs> struck no disc, man. 
Um, and we all remember her, her the seasons, though. And then they had very cool monster designs. They did. They and did. it was it was horror because those monsters was scary, mm-hmm. and it was a little dark at times. Yeah, they did. Um, so yeah, um, you know, Naruto, um, not Naruto, but Sailor Moon definitely is one. Um, I'm gonna go uh, and say. He said Ronan Warriors, which is cool, but you're only Kenshin. And yes. that's why I said you and I were going to argue. Because I'm like, I, when I was making my list, I saw it, and I was like, I know George is going to say this, and I'm not yeah. going to pick it on purpose, so we could debate. Yeah. You're only <laughs> Kenshin. You're only Kenshin, man. The first episode, you're like, whatever, whatever. But then the second episode hits, and I remember very clear, I was walking by, and I wasn't going to watch it, because I'm like, yo, a samurai that doesn't kill. <laughs> What are you, man? Yeah. Right? And then the guy was talking, yapping, and Kenshin drew his sword, and the guy's head went through the roof. I wasn't finished speaking yet. So <laughs> and I kept, I was just like, nah, dog. And I kept watching. And then it was getting, and then it got to where, it got to the second, I guess the second villain was um Aoshi Shinomori. Mm-hmm. He had the trench coat on, and he had the like, he had the um, cut hair. He mm-hmm. had the cut hair, the trench coat on, and he had the two Wodachi swords. And he was a ninja. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing that arc, and I was just like, "No, nah, this is it. This is it." Okay, so now here's where I want to argue. Yeah. Do you feel? And I, I could. I'm open to being wrong here. I feel like Baroni Kenshin is held in such high regard because it's aged so well. I feel like if we're talking about, like, to your point about Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, like you said, it was undeniable. Like, even if you didn't watch it, you watched it because everybody around you knew about it. Like you said, all the references were there. Veroni Kenshin, I mean, I knew it was a thing, right? Obviously, you like you said, it was it was on. You'd see it in the promo release. I don't feel like it was talked about in its era as much as later on. Like, we got a little bit older. You kind of go back and watch it. The animation holds up. The storyline, the characters are all... A1, you know, but at that time, where you're just like, what is the playground conversation? I just don't remember as many Rurouni Kenshin talks. Well, for, for, uh, for the thing is, with Rurouni Kenshin, they would never say his name. They would call him the Batosai. Mm-hmm. So they would like, Joe, you watch the Batosai? I said, the Batosai? You mean Rurouni Kenshin? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they were, the name was so, the name, his, his nickname, his murder name, mm-hmm. hit so hard because I would catch myself saying, man, the Batosai. When they would talk about him, it was like this amplified guy. And so everybody knew him as that. They did not care about Kenshin. You know what I'm saying? You, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it did hit. You'd be like, oh, yeah, you watched the Batosai? And you'd probably be like, what? The Batosai? But not knowing, they mean you're only Kenshin. I guess you know that's, that's a fair point. Because yeah. the reason why I would even say that, right, is like we look at, for example, shows like Tenchi Muyo, right? Or um, I'd even say... Outlaw Star to some degree, right? And then also Ooh. Inuyasha, right? right? Those were also kind of contenders on that tier in that time. Whereas like, uh-huh. I feel like although they had their cult following, Roroni Kenshin kind of grew and grew and grew. Where like Inuyasha, while popular, is not kind of held as in the same high regard, you know, as Roroni, as, Ken- as Kenshin is, basically. Uh-huh. You ready? You ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Zoids. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Um, Zoids was Metabots to me, but go ahead. 
but but yo Zoids, fam. No, you could say that. You could say that. You could say that. <laughs> but with Zoids, man, dog. With Zoids, they would be like, yo, Jerry, you remember the Berserk Fury? They had the toy kits. So first you would get the Gundam collection, then mm-hmm. the Zoids came out. Mm-hmm. The fact that the one Zoid, Liger Zero One, had the transformations. You, If I show you a Zoids picture, you remember that's the Liger that had the different modes, like Mega yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. And I think after that part, Zoids blew up. Zoids, Zoids was just, Zoids had a, the long, one of the longest runs. And it kind of fell off after Gundam Seed because they decided to do the the fusion. But the Zoids, two of the best seasons was Zoids New Century and Zoids Chaotic Century. That's the, the man. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, because like you probably point, weren't like, into it. Yeah, yeah. No, to your point, because like for example, my cousin who was a little bit younger than even us, right? Um, he was a Beyblade fanatic, a fanatic, and it wasn't for me. But I could see the imp- it, it kind of felt like Zoids. I'm like, I, I'm like, this is something I don't understand, but I'm I'm watching it play out. Yeah, they had a lot of B rank le- level animes. I would say that I would say like I would say um Beyblade, Zoids, Metabots. I was like, bro, when you said Metabots, I was like, bro, I forgot yeah, all about that, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Metabots so- was like Mega Man Battle Network pass, <laughs> man. <laughs> and and to, to, and to, you y'all remember Monster Rancher? Of course, of course. <sighs> they, yes. I, I was Car so Captain upset Sakura. that they never finished. <laughs> they never finished. They never finished it. Um, but there was a lot of B. Um, to to Matt's point, there was a lot of B. Um, ranking anime that were very popular. Ultimate but I say I. Ulti- oh man, Ultimate <laughs> Muscle Man, yo! I watched the season, man. It was it. I, it it was good, Char- man. Yeah. It was compelling. Character designs aside, I mean, granted, they were actually pretty interesting characters. I'm like, the storyline actually wasn't half bad. Not for nothing. Alien wrestlers mm-hmm. signed me. NWO and the wrestler was hot. It wasn't half bad. Oh man. Um, but um, I'll say my final runner-up. Um, you guys could probably, you guys probably would disagree with me, but I'd say G Gundam. I mean. So when it comes to Gundam, I, I just say Gundam Wing because it, it like yeah it was that was literally us, you know what I'm saying? That was literally our era. But I don't think there's a, a Gundam choice that would be wrong, right? I think the Gundam franchise as a whole, you know, kind of hit. Or right? like I said, G Gundam. I remember they had the original Gundam Wing on Adult Swim for like older audiences. It was just a time where it's like you Gundam anything was just like out of there, you know. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't really argue with G Gundam. I feel like it's kind of in the same ballpark of like. It was just this era of like the just the mech anime era, you know, like they yeah. that was the blueprint at that time. That's um, so yeah, um, Sailor Moon, Zoids, and your own Kenshin. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I don't even. I'm not even. I'm not even mad at um. I'm not even mad at your list, um, because truthfully, like. The the reason why I would allocate it because if we were just talking tsunami, that was like the main butter. Anything else on Jet X, Fox Kids, kind of was like you caught it, you caught it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had some very good. The Bay Bay was amazing. That's still one of the best songs. Um, 
<laughs> Yo, that's still one of the best songs, man. And you know, uh, Sasuke with his um, Drasil. Well, not nah, Drasil was the green one, and I remember the names, man. Dragoon was the um, fake Sasuke. Um, we also had a, a pretty uh, top tier um, anime intro runs. Like even when you're saying Sailor Moon, I'm like, bro, the theme song was just stuck in my yeah, head. it's stuck man. in my head. It's right up there with Dragon, Dragon, Rock the Dragon, like low key. Oh, but Sailor Moon G is the one. Man, Dragon Ball Z in America hit different. They had the Dragon Balls come first in 3D and spit. You are now about to watch Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) Yo, you do you understand what was happening to me? And then when I heard the real Yu Yu, they played it by an accident one time on Toonami. Mm -hmm. They played the real Yu Yu Hakusho song. And I'm like. I'm like, yo, this Japanese music, no, this is crazy. Even when you go yeah. to the comic book store, like, not for you know, people, people will say it's quote unquote overrated. I'm like, that chala head chala in in Japanese it's, Dragon yeah. Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, when we catch the Spanish channel, yeah, bro, <laughs> like you did just <laughs> it does something to you. <laughs> that man will sing with all his heart, dog. Yeah. That was that was a that was a good anime run, but then you know it was um I think it was like my early part of like high school. Mm. That's when Bleach started to come into my life, Naruto, and One Piece as well. And like when those three came in, I it just got cons- I just yeah. got consumed. It was over. It was over. But before we get into them, because they're obviously gonna be our main topic for the for for this evening, my the thing I wanted to discuss with you guys while we're still in the nineties. Why do you feel, because, you know, uh, we mentioned these series that were a little bit more long-running, right? And at that same time, we did get a lot of, like, shorter series that had cultural impact, right? You know, we talk about the Cowboy Bebops. We talk about the Triguns. You know, we talk about the Samurai Champloo, you know, that kind of thing. Why do you guys feel, or, you know... Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, right? Why do you guys feel like those shorter-run animes, while they're respected, right? No one, No one talks down about them. Why do you guys feel like they don't hold as much uh, influence today in comparison to some of these other more mainstream animes? Because it was too mature. Like Ghost in the Shell, AI. I had to think too much. I couldn't really follow it. Okay. Um, At that age, it was too, the themes were a little too mature. Mm -hmm. Um, Just for any kid to kind of be interested because there are scenes where nothing's happening. There's episodes where nothing's happening. True. So, like, you're like, you're lost, right? Try a gun. You're like, yo, why don't you just shoot this man? And then, (laughs) you know, so you're trying to understand, like, you're drawing all, you're drawing this great. That's my problem. That was one of my problems with Ultimate Muscle Suit. It was just pure comedy at one point. Yeah. And then when the final, and then finally, and it it, it stayed silly for 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And when they finally did have uh, their their matches, it was was amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but th- those themes were too mature, hard to follow. Ghost in the Shell, and AI. You so like, yo, what is she? She does she have a body? Does she doesn't have a body? Does she not have a body? Then you go on the Trigun, then you go on with Trigun. I thought Trigun. Every time you would catch Trigun, not not only that, the air times. That's what mm-hmm. really killed it for me. Mm-hmm. The air times. You had to wake up at a certain time to watch it. Mm-hmm. You kind of like you seen the memes when you're falling asleep. And you hear the end theme song to um you not you Yaksha, but um either Tenchi Muyo or Inuyasha. 
You know what I'm saying? You just you just waking up looking at the screen. You feel me? And then right after that, now now volume five of commercial shows up. Yeah. These are the Yeah, yeah. And I remember the songs in order. That's how crazy it is. Yeah, but it was yeah. the it was the runtime. It was definitely the runtime. Okay. Um and then you know it, it we definitely all I think I don't think there's any one of us that would sit here and be like, no, nah, those shows are trash, right? In retrospect, like I think as adults, we want to come to appreciate them more. Right. But I think you might be right. It might have been too mature, right? Because to your point about Trigun, I'm like, I'm looking at again, Vasta Stampede, Fire Name, right? Character design out of this world. I'm like, you have this amazing gun and you're not shooting anyone. But that's also because episode one, you're like, he's a pacifist. Okay, I'm nine. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> I just see a gun. I'm like, why are you not shooting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why is this guy running away? So you get angry at him, and you wind up hating the character as a, as a young kid because nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goku would have never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely the themes, man. Um, okay. Tim, do you have anything to add to that? I, I was just kind of curious as to why you felt like, you know, that I, I would agree with Joy. Like, I think there was just a combination of small things that took away from them hitting, like, in that moment for us, or at least for me. I would definitely say he was right about uh, the maturity because that does, uh, it, it does weigh on your attention span. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're hearing all these bigger people words, and it's kind of like, no, bro, I want action. I want action because yes. that's what that's was that's what was stimulating you. Right. Another major factor I would probably say is that was also the, the growing era of merchandise. Mm-hmm. Merchandise, video games based on that particular universe, like anything, a product outside of the actual show. And I kind of feel like yes, the bigger ones stood out because you know, like for example, when Dragon Ball Z Budokai One dropped. Mm-hmm. Prime example, uh, when the Yu-Gi-Oh card games dropped on like PlayStation Two, yeah, that's a, that's another prime example. So like, and then you had the card games. So it was like the bigger ones held much more weight outside of the show because of merchandise. Like merchandise that makes cool. sense. They were everywhere. You, you you were constantly reminded of like, here is this show. Here is this show. Here is this show. Who is this character? You're mm-hmm. right. That's yeah. a good point. Because basically, you took it everywhere with you. When you went to school, you brought your cards. You brought your your Game Boy Advance. Uh, when you got home, you ignored homework and you went straight to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, even on weekends, all right, now I'm ca- I'm caught up on the latest episode. Yeah, it's like it it had a calling for you everywhere you went. <laughs> it was all that you thought about. That's true. The impact of it was undeniable for sure. I think that's a good point. I think you're right. Um, Okay, I was just curious. I like, I'm like, I'm like, I know it just didn't hit, but I wasn't sure why. And you know, like, I know all of us from that era kind of feel the same way. We're like, these are our classic, well-regarded animes, but we just, it's just like, yeah, it was cool, you know. But it wasn't these. Um, but speaking of those that wasn't these, you know, going back to Tim's earlier point, the big three, the big, the you know, the the ones that that shook, that br- that brought anime truly to the mainstream: Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. Now, um, all of the rollouts were a little bit different. Obviously, you know, uh, we'll just start with uh, the the big one in America. Naruto got it benefited probably the most yes. from um, from marketing, right? It got the tsunami rollout, 
right? You had characters that were immediately stuck out to you. Like, who is this kid in an orange jumpsuit? Why does this girl have pink hair? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's all these different things of like, oh, they're ninjas? Whoa, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that kind of like we're, we're eased into, you know, as a, as a viewing audience. And then with Bleach, you know, we're getting like our first mainstream supernatural anime. Um, if, you know, all of us are manga readers and anime watchers, not for nothing, like Bleach uh, character design, A1. You know what I'm saying? Like you're seeing these very unique, complex designs, right? Like it's it's Ichigo who's, you know, he looks like the strong main character, but he also looks like he could model for Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just, it's just everything from the, you know what I'm saying? Like, the design to the outfits look very particular and detailed and, and, and deliberate. And then I say One Piece last, only because obviously it was uh, received differently in Japan out the gate. <coughs> but for us, we all know, the four kids run. It was, it seemed very silly at the offset. Like, why is this Navy officer holding what looks like a water gun? Why does the main character sound like this? He has rubber powers? That's stupid. You know, like, but you know, obviously over time, it kind of won us all over. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I guess, like, in your guys' opinion, like, I remember for me, like, Naruto, it was high school. I had a, a friend of mine who kind of put me on to it, saying that it was a great series. At the time, he had also put me on the Fulmilla Alchemist, so obviously his coastline game was A1. Um, and, you know, of course, you had, like, the, that Shonen Jump release coming to America every month, right? Naruto was always on the cover. You know, so, you know, there was a lot more access to it at the time. That was Shaman King and all those things. Um, but what would you guys say was, like, your introduction? Like, uh, Tim, since you mentioned them first, what would you say kind of brought you into these uh, uh, franchises? Um, obviously, yes, Naruto with the Toonami run. It was just the music that really caught me. I remember watching the first trailer where I literally saw, like, the Nine-Tail-influenced Naruto punch Haku through a mirror. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that this looks amazing. And then but what really sealed me into this franchise, bro, was Ultimate Ninja. The game. The game. Mm -hmm. And it was like from there, it was just over. It mm -hmm. was over. Um, like I was just been I've been invested into the series ever since. Like from the tuning exams to like, you know, the final fight with like with Sasuke and the sound four. And then even hearing like news about Shippuden, like, oh, they're growing up. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it was just, it was always something that kept, you know, giving me something to like really truly be more invested. Now, Bleach, I started Bleach very late. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, because like, I think by the time I started Bleach, Eisen already left the Soul Society. Like, I mean, found that's out not he was, that late. Well, you found out he was already the villain. Okay. And, you know, for me, I don't really care for spoilers like that. If you say it, you say it. So now I'm watching this series like, well, well, I already know this dude is the bad guy. So it's kind of like, how is this story developing? But like how you said, man, like it was just that supernatural <coughs> world of, of, you know, it's just like a like a like a Japanish looking area. But at night, mm -hmm. all these things just happen to people. Mm -hmm. Like there's a whole other side of a world. There's people who are technically like spiritual beings, but not really because they still yeah. bleed. Mm -hmm. um, and then they have a whole organization but like how you said it was just the character designs man like to this day Bleach character designs are some of the most immaculate looking pieces of work out there man um, and of course you know the last one like you know One Piece like you know four kids always gonna have my heart man four kids growing up that was a beautiful network mm -hmm. uh, for kids 
And I just like I just love the silliness of it. But then it was when um when they fought when they fought uh Don Cree. Okay. And the Arlong saga, I was like, wow, this is very this is getting very deep. Mm-hmm. Like you got past the little kid with the with the rubber powers, and you met a swordsman, and you met this chef who basically can knock your head off when he kick you and stuff like that. And you got this slingshot, long nose assassin, like uh, sniper. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it was just so appealing, bro, because it had so many layers to it. And then there's a pirate show, bro. You never really saw pirates in this type of light before. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, like I did sailing when I was younger as well. So, like even just seeing like any aspects of sea culture, like that was just something that really just truly brought me in. Okay. But, um, you know, to this day, I mean, yeah, like, you know, like how you said, the rollouts are different. And, you know, some of the shows kind of went on a weird hiatus. Yeah. For a whole yeah. while. But, you know, they're all back. You know, they're one of them is kind of fizzling out. Um, But, you know, the other two <laughs> are trying to, like, you know, finish up in a good spirit. So I mm-hmm. just hope I hope they keep that same momentum growing. Okay. I enjoy it. Uh, talk to me. <laughs> I um, uh, get introduced. Okay, so uh, with uh, Naruto, it was the AMVs. I was in seventh grade, Ooh. and they were showing me the AMVs. Mm, okay. and, I, and the AMVs showed me Sasuke versus Naruto. Lincoln Park. Yes. Lincoln Park. <laughs> and then I was, you know, I wasn't into rap music, man, but mm. the videos was touching my soul. I said, this is what it's like to be a teenager. Mm. The lyrics was hitting Thanks. with, uh, uh, <laughs> you feel me? This is all, <laughs> bro. You saw the infamous, is... you saw the infamous Naruto versus Sasuke combo, like, oh <laughs> man, <laughs> yo <laughs> man. And then I, I saw them fighting on water. I said, yo, what's going on? And I was like, yo, so who, who you like? I, and I'm like, man, the dude with the blue is raw. But when he, um, when I saw like the whole fight, I saw like Naruto was cloning himself. I was like, nah, yeah, yo, forget homie in the blue, man. And I saw he had the red-orange energy. He turned into the wolf. And then I never seen choreography like that. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, mm. it was just, it was a breath of fresh air. And then I I had, I felt like I cheated on Dragon Ball Z. Because I had to say, like, the choreography is better. I didn't want to, I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit it at the I time, man. I see why you would say that. You know what? I, I would say, given the length, Yes, Naruto is yeah. better choreographed. Yeah, because that was my first time being introduced to Naruto, but then I didn't even know it, I would ever experience in the U.S. Then I go home. You guys waited for it. Saturday, 8 p.m., watch Naruto. And I'm like, oh, snap, right? So for me, I was watching, but the tuning exams. Solidify, I say I'm not so, going mm. nowhere. <laughs> I watched the episode, you know. I saw them pass the test when they were taking the test before mm-hmm. they went to go fight. And you had um, Gara. I remember Gara closing his eye to cheat to see the answers on it. Everybody had to use their ninja abilities. I said, dog, they're not even moving. And then the, the level of fear, number 23, 44, fail, fail. And I was just like, dog, wow. I felt everything, all the things the kids were feeling, right? So, right. So now you get to the tuning exam. I remember uh, Rock Lee, man. He took off the weights. And that's when I was like, yeah, this is it. I think the tuning exam was a, a turning point for a lot of people, right? Because for me, they got me early, right? I, 
I I stand by the in terms of again a ninja based series, Zabuza and Haku. In terms of your first antagonist, bro, like that was the one. The Saiyan saga of Naruto. Yes, yes, Tim. Kakashi lift the the Sharingan and things just the whole everything just changed. You like, yo. Yeah, yeah. Even Zabuza's introduction, the man throws the sword and lands on top of the sword is so big he lands on top of it and poses. Haku, the one-handed ice, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you I mean, I think the training exams, you're right. The training exams hits a little bit differently, but to me, it was Haku and Zabuza. I missed, I, I didn't I didn't really follow Haku and Zabuza, like, because I, I think um something happened where I wasn't watching it consistently because mm. they had changed the um uh, tsunami would change the air times at times. So I'm like, mm. oh, I missed it. So when I finally caught it, um is the tuning exams, man, from mm. start to finish. Uh, when Sasuke came back and broke Buddy's arms, I was yeah. like, yeah. The force of like, death, bro. Yeah, I was like, this breaks is it, his arms. And then when I saw... When I saw it... And it's raining blood, he takes out an umbrella. I'm like, yo, what is, what is this? What's happening? You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> the sound ninjas, and then like, you afraid, right? That dude terrified me. I was never scared in an anime. The one with the, the sound ninja with the, the, with the hands... Yeah, the amplifiers. Yeah. Yeah. Not not the kid with the um holes oh, in his hands. Oh, the, the one that with the bandages. The bandages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Terrified, right? And so that was it, man. Um with One Piece, it was the, Don Cree was the dude with the um purple hair, right? With the shipwreck? Yes, with the gold plated armor everywhere. Yeah. I, I mean, we talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it. I'm thinking, yo, man, you know, this is just a regular episode. And there was something about it. I guess it was on Sunday morning. Um, a fresh wake up. It was just perfect, man. The atmosphere was perfect. Sundays remind me of the beach, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching it. I'm in good spirits. And then um, I see these guys take take hostage the ship. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like, I'm like, why are they trying to take over this ship? This ship is ridiculous, right? <laughs> But then now you now come to find out later episodes, they left because they was trying to get away from this guy. Mm-hmm. And that's when the story I was never used to storylines like that. Right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was like for me to experience that and follow it. And then I think when they introduced Ace, um, when he just kept falling asleep, that gimmick for me was so cool. Because the characters never, all have personality. Yeah. I've never seen anything mm. like it before. I'm like, man, this dude is raw, man. What's his name? And then um, I think because I would watch it, and then what really what really did it for me is when I seen Luffy uh kill Arlong. Well, mm. he didn't kill he well, didn't kill, kill Arlong. Yeah, he didn't kill him. Yeah, he didn't kill him, but yeah. no, to me he killed him. Because I, I mean, saw the axe. There's a lot of there's a lot of scenarios where these people should be dead. That's, I that's saw the axe kick. <laughs> that 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 to me was my favorite because I remember um when um Zoro had to fight the octopus with six with six swords mm-hmm. and then he's fighting right there. Sanji's not too far away because he's trying to help Zoro, but the fish man, mermaid shark man yeah. with the ponytails yeah. was beating him. And I'm with like fishman karate, just like fish with fishman karate. karate. <laughs> this man was beating him. I'm talking, mm-hmm. and then he took him down to the depths and punching his ribs, and I was like, yo. 
this is crazy. And mm -hmm. the suspense, everything was going on in this one port. Then you see Luffy trying to avoid Arlong because Arlong had the, the sharp pincer yeah. claws. And yeah, then like, yeah. yo, he's a, his nose can poke a hole through you. Mm -hmm. So I said, like, wait, I said, yeah, he can actually cut him. He can hurt him. He can hurt Luffy. It was that. And then when they went to the um, port and um, I think Smoker was chasing them. Mm -hmm. And then um, Smoker was chasing them. And after that, Dragon came out of nowhere. And that was the last time we saw Dragon. Yeah. And that's when I was like, this, the, the character designs for me with One Piece, Smoker, look, Smoker was the toughest thing i seen because he had the two jacket. Two cigars for no reason. Yeah, two the... cigars for no reason. He had the, <laughs> and, and, and for kids, it was just smoke coming out of his mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had the, um, he had, I'm like, yo, what do you, that looks like a, a, a side, but like, it's not sharp. Mm -hmm. And Luffy couldn't do nothing once it touched him. Mm -hmm. And then Zoro had to wind up saving him. And I was just like, yo, this is raw. I said, I hate the drawing, but I can't say this is not raw. <laughs> yeah. That's what kept me. I said, the, the stuff they're doing is too crazy. And then um, uh, I think fast forward, what really, really made me a Naruto fan was when I seen Kizaru. Yeah, One Piece fan. Yeah, that's what made me a One Piece fan. And that's when I decided to go all the way. Because I was watching One Piece in, um, in, in bits. In, yeah. I couldn't like... And then, then one time, it moved from four kids, and I saw it on Tsunami. But then they're in the desert now. So what happened? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So then now, I finally caught it at the Kizu era. And um, my, 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 my boy showed me. He said, Jory, you got to watch this. I said, man, what's going on? So then he said, he, I said, yeah, they cut the man in half, scratch man, Oppo. I said, he's dead. Then I saw him reassemble himself. And With that's light. when I was, and I was like. And we, and we, we talked about this before. I'm like, the, again, to your point, it's like one piece. I think uh, one of the things that you said that, that, that I've had to think about, I'm like, one piece will get you with the entrances, right? Because even with the Don Creek thing, yeah, like like you said, they're running, right? This guy, big buff battalion, like his whole army, they're running. Like, who are they running from? A buddy who shows up like this on the smallest boat ever with a hat on, right? He just sails up with the smallest boat. And he shows up after cutting another ship in half casually. And you're just like, who, 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 who is this man? Right? Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Ace. Big old thing of fire. Who was that? Oh, that's Luffy's brother. That's Luffy's brother? What? And my reaction was the <laughs> same reaction as the cartoon characters. My eyes popped out of my head. Yeah. I say, you know, um, yo, but, they're um, sending that... an admiral. Okay, he's arriving shortly. You're like, oh, are you about the... to on a Garp throw? Garp... <laughs> but that's not when Garp threw the um anchor, yeah. I stopped I I walked out the room. And you're like when Garp he threw the oh. anchor. Okay, okay. <laughs> and that's and now you find out that's Luffy's grandpa. I'm like, no, man, this is this is nuts. And that's when um when he started to reassemble himself, right? He was he kicked um Draco Rex, gone. Oh, X Drake, yeah. Come yeah. on. And he did what he did to all the mother boys, and he started walking. Hey, and my thing was like, hey, where are you going? Then he, then he, he beamed himself. One. I thought I thought his being he was just controlling the light beam, you know, regular attack. I said there's nothing I've seen before. I've mm. seen this in Dragon Ball Z, they do it all the time. One, 
two, three zigzag. Who's at the end of the blast? Himself. Mm-hmm. Walked out the room. Never looked back. I said, I have to watch this. Yeah. I have to watch yeah. this. Um, uh, I, I want to ask you about the bleach thing and then we'll move on to the next part of it because I, I do want to get more into it. Um, I think, you know what's funny? I started later than you guys with One Piece because I started watching it for kids era as, as well. And I thought this is the silliest thing ever. I'm not watching this ever again. Um, and then to, to Jory's point, the AMVs brought me back. The crocodile fight. I'm watching Luffy punch this man through a roof. Get like just like you're hearing the music. I'm just like, this is One Piece. Yeah. Next AMV. Yeah. Next AMV. Um, he's fighting Luchi, and I, I'm like, this is One Piece. And it's it it on paper it sounds like the silliest concept you've ever heard. A rubber man fights a half man half leopard, and it is the most intense thing you have ever seen in your entire existence. And I'm just like. Wait, what? You know what I'm saying? You just you just see certain things. You're just like, uh, you know. I think at some point, you know, we're talking about documentaries. They got to be a documentary about the AMV era of anime and what it oh, did yeah. for, you know, the impact it had on, on converting us uh, skepticals on like getting into series. Mortal Kombat like, theme song will always be interesting. <laughs> you can't beat it. The Brawly Mortal Kombat AMVs. Yeah. Side note. Sorry to go off topic. Oh, but I didn't give you how I... Uh, yeah, I was waiting. Because okay, you okay. Going, you was giving One Piece all this praise. I'm like, bro, Bleach? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, to be honest with you, I hated Bleach, right? Let me tell you why. I was... I, you I, I just artist, I find that to be shocking. Yeah, because Bleach, when it first started, wasn't amazing, right? I would go to the um, manga store and I'd see it. like, what the heck is Bleach? Mm. Why would you name your series Bleach? This is stuff I clean my house with. Fair. It makes uh, to this day, I still don't know why it's called bleach. I don't know mm. if it's an acronym, I don't know why he called it bleach. It did his mom die, and after that, you know, it's dedicated to his mom, whatever. Mm. So, I still don't know to this day. So, um, um, it was, um, it was the AMV that got me in the um, um, bleach, man. It was when my because my I had my boy who was telling me, he said, No, Jory, we're ninth graders. He's like, no, no, Jory, you don't understand. You got to watch Bleach. I said, no, I'm not watching no Bleach, man. Who is this itchy goat, whatever, da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. His sword is corny. It's a butter knife. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I was just going I was just going in on homie, dog. I'm like, yo, man, homie fighting with a giant butter knife. He's fighting Casper the Ghost in a, in a Japanese kimono. What a waste, right? Mm-hmm. Then... I seen the fight with Homie with the Roses. I was like, you know, this might actually, oh, this might actually be raw. This is cool. Yeah. Um, Biakuya. Biakuya. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I said, I said, cherry, wait. cherry blossoms. Don't yeah, right? I said, yo, if one petal hits you, it's like a thousand cuts. Mm-hmm. But what you gonna do with this? Like a thousand, thousand cherry blossoms. I'm like, what you gonna do with me? And then I was watching it, and it got me. And I was like, "No, nah, I'm still not gonna give it the bleach. That's just one." I treated bleach like y'all remember this show on Four Kids or JetX called Shinzo. Nah. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go. 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 <laughs> I sent you one time the um, <laughs> one of the um clips. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll send it. I'll send it in the um chat after. Mm. Um, you buy, You guys will have a ball, man. 
Um, but yeah, I treated it just like that. I did not respect it until one day I see Ichigo fighting with his his Super Saiyan form, the little black, mm. the, the black um, you know, bunkai, the black yeah. bunkai, right? So then I see this dude with blue hair and white, you know, white gi. I'm like, okay, and he got a hole in his chest. I'm like, okay, and he got like a mask on. I'm like, okay. What and I said, I'm looking at the AMV, and then Ichigo goes go for a cut, and he catches it. I said, you can't do that in the anime. You can't just grab the sword. <laughs> he grabbed the sword, kid. You know, besides Goku, you feel me? Yeah. That, you know, besides Goku and that trunks um, coming back yeah. from yard drag, he grabbed the sword, and he split Ichigo with no blade, and he started doing a Bruce Lee taunt. Found out his name was Grim Joe Jagger. I was like, nah. Went back, Tsunami, had popcorn and kid, <laughs> and that was it. It was it from there, man. And then and then and then the episode I decide to watch Bleach, I see there's this madman with an eye patch. I'm like, this is the dumbest looking character I ever seen in my life, bro. Right? Kenpachi's design is built. Found out the eye patch <laughs> is to suppress his power, kid. And then I was like, nah, man, these boys is foolishness. Nah. So that's when I was like, okay, this might be crazy. Because that's when I start. Gold hid. <laughs> that's when I started watching it, man. I was like, you know what, man? That's second this might half be wrong. Captain, bro, when you. Going back to Tim's point, and I think we're all in the same in agreement with that. The character designs were immaculate. The eye patch to suppress your fighting ability. The fact that he wears earrings on his hair because he doesn't want to, to sneak up on anybody. He wants them to know exactly where he's at at all times. Walks up to Ichigo, says, "Cut me wherever you want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter." And then. I've never seen so many powerful people on one screen. And then you can tell they can clap you just by how they look. <laughs> Once I saw a homie with the beard looking like um looking like Mitsurugi from Soul Calibur, I said, nah. Uh-huh. And then you had dude with the white hair. And then you had um Byakuya. Then you, it was just like, and then I knew the scientist was a problem because he I I remember him stepping on the um girl head, you know, stomping yeah. her head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, man. And so fine. I, I guess I guess to kind of keep it going and um, um how do you guys feel, you know, like to Tim's point earlier, right? These series in, in a lot of ways have continued. And we we kind of deep dive into Naruto. Naruto got its own segment on one of our previous podcasts. We don't really have to rehash it. How do you guys feel like as as these big three, how do you guys feel like the impact has held up today, right? I think, you know, I, I know I breathed a big sigh of relief, right, when Bleach was coming back. And although it's my least favorite arc in the entire story. You know, they're, they're doing the animation right, right? The animation is quality, right? They're not giving it like a half-hearted job. You can tell that there's the effort and detail being put into it, right? Um, like to Tim's point earlier, One Piece, you know, our first little viral clip <laughs> was, was One Piece and how the anime has just, just, it's just continued to get better. It just continues to get better. Um, you know, the pacing is horrible, right? Because they're doing like half a chapter an episode, but boy, 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 boy! <laughs> when it does deliver, when it does deliver, you're just like, yo, this is this is cinema, <laughs> you know? Um, how do you guys feel? Like the the uh, is the respect for the big three? Does it still hold up today? Do we still see 
you know, the, I mean, they're essentially the movers and shakers of the, of the anime industry. Do you guys still feel like their impact is felt in modern anime? Um, definitely, yes. Because, um, like, when I first started My Hero, like, especially when they expanded on the rest of the characters outside of Deku, I was like, wow, this is exactly what Naruto should have been. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of felt like, all right, after the Sound Ninja 4 arc, I kind of felt like, it's like it was a lot of wasted potential on expanding on all the other characters, like really giving them significant, like pinnacle story moments. Like, 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 don't just give me like a very mindless filler. Like, I don't want that. I mm-hmm. want something that has great continuity to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like my hero, like that, especially like when they did their first exams, I was like, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is great. Like because because at the end of the day, you thought Deku was going to win. Like no, Bakubo was the one who won. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, because like when I saw him fight Shoto, I was like, bro, I really don't know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Like like once soon as the man said start, he hit him with the ice wall, but Bakugo was like, and it's like, dude just kept going and going and going. And yeah, yeah, that was that was amazing, man. And to this day, that's a rematch I still would like to see. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the reason why Bakugo won was because, you know, Shoto had a little mental moment of, like, you know, discouragement. Yeah. But it's like, who would have really won if they would have both just been fully present? Right. Um, you know, to get back on the topic, um, yeah, you see a lot of influences. Um, uh, Dragon Ball Z, like, um, and then, you know, to go back to, like, Joy's point, you see a lot more choreography now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually, no, no, Naruto. Yeah, that's for Naruto. Yeah, you see definitely a lot more fight scene choreography now. Like, I feel that's where Dragon Ball Z kind of just went downhill. Was like, it, it just, like, they left technique yeah. for just graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, you know, and even, like, you know, to go into on the One Piece side of things, don't be afraid to be silly. Right. Okay. Like have some genuine, very humor moments. Mm-hmm. Like you know, for example, my hero, the little, the little gray head little boy. Like, yeah, he's a pervert. He's a pervert. He's hilarious. A, he's, yeah. He's hilarious. He's, 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 hilarious. He's, he's, he's a pervert. Or even just like the sex appeal of women, like the like the girl who literally makes weapons out of outside of her own skin. And I was like, you know, sometimes when they show silhouettes of her and the fact that there's one girl out there who's entirely invisible. Yeah. Ooh, for all we know, it's naked, right? Like, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's her power. <laughs> and then, yeah, and it's so crazy. It's like, she'll wear clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, a, it's a, like, you see a lot of, like, subtle, subtle stuff, like, big or small, but you definitely do see the influences because... I do feel like as people are growing through the generations or just, you know, have something like have a like a bit of relatability. Like, you know, yes, like, you know, as the generations grew and we started watching new animes, like, oh, yeah, this is like Naruto. And you will pass it down to somebody else. Right. Because to your point, like, I think like not for nothing, Jujutsu Kaisen is basically the new era's bleach. Right. It's it's uh, dealing with spirits and cursed energy and fighting with the the dark side like the hollow right a you know, thought out bleach up. yes yeah a bleach with t- better writing <laughs> you know like not for nothing. Well thought out bleach man <laughs> I, I was sad man with 
just I was you know? sad with Jujutsu Kaisen because I was like, man, this is I know he's watching this saying, look at what I did and what mm-hmm. I could have done, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because Jujutsu Kaisen's story is pretty um the whole even they got the lead, even the Yu-Gi-Oh element to where they can change the field mm-hmm. of their combat to give them powers. Yeah. You know, so that's like that was cool. I thought Jujutsu Kaisen was pretty sick because okay. of that. Well, I mean, I guess you, you can go into your point, Joy, about like how do you guys, or how do you feel like the influence of uh, the big three has shaped the industry? You know, you guys, again, you feel like in your opinion, the respect is still being held at a high yeah, for those. Because, I mean, cause, I mean, if we can still have an all star basketball player, there, there's an anime that's going to generate a lot of interest of a lot of people. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's still possible. Um, You know, like, uh, like I can on it. Like let, let's let's take Spider Man for example, right? This is a little off, but Spider Man still has the consistency and interest that it did when the PlayStation One. I would yeah. still play. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's absolutely possible, and they ha- so because of that, it's absolutely a fact that they still have an influence and uh, an impact. I still think a big three is important. Um, mm. it, it, now you don't have to um, allocate your anime to do that, but there's just going to be an anime with mass appeal. My Hero Academia did it. No, it's first seasons. Those were like movie two. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even um, movie seven one, deadly not, nothing. Yeah, movie movie one, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, Seven Deadly Sins. You know, there was definitely um, you can tell that they were going for that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was more well thought out, more well better choreography. Jujutsu Kaisen's fight scene where they fight they're um, they're jumping, they're double teaming. Um, mm-hmm. they're double teaming. Buddy, you're just, just throwing hands, throwing hands, throwing, throwing hands, hands, throwing yeah. hands. Um, so yeah, absolutely, man. No, no doubt about it, man. Um, yeah, and then I think um, this is going to give way for for more things that are better, interesting. So, okay, and that's pretty okay. much it. Okay, I mean, I, I I think you know it's 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 in uh. Uh, you can see the influence and respect in some ways. I, I think, again, you know, going back to our previous episode, I think Naruto suffered the most, right? I think Baruto is doing more damage to the legacy of the franchise than than help, in my opinion. But I think, obviously, One Piece is getting better and better, right? It's getting uh, better regarded. I, I, I'm still holding out hope for that One Piece Fighters announcement at this point. You know, like, it's it's starting to get more and more acclaimed. And then with Bleach, I think Bleach is just kind of respected as, like, as like that, that OG. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see Bleach, you see Ichigo, you're just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was the time that that, that influence still kind of holds weight. These concepts still, you know what I'm saying? Aizen is, is he always makes, I want to say, like the top five Shonen Jump anime villains of all time. You know what I'm no, saying? He, like, I think absolutely you know is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have those, those things where it's like, I think that respect will always be there. But it's just interesting as, you know, times change. Things kind of get older, more forgotten about. It's, you know, I'm always curious to see like what kind of gets held in that same regard. All right, so getting into our next topic, right? When it comes to again this, the the big three influence, and you know we've been talking about it and referencing it multiple times throughout this episode, and how the the impact of One Piece just continues to grow and grow and grow. And one thing that I've noticed, and I mentioned it in the group chat to y'all prior to this uh, podcast recording, is that it would seem, and you know again. One conspiracy take per episode. It would seem to me like toy animation is starting to slowly but surely 
allocate a lot of the resources that might have been typically used for Dragon Ball and pouring it into One Piece. You know, um, I follow a lot of animators on Twitter. I follow a lot of people who, who, who uh, uh, keep track of the animation side of things. And you're seeing a lot of the uh, more uh, legendary animators from Japan who made their name on Dragon Ball and even Dragon Ball Super uh, being brought into the One Piece episodes, right? There's there's a reason why we're getting uh, the Sanji versus Queen fights, the Zoro versus King fights, and having them look that way. And you're just seeing the storyboards get crazier and crazier. They're, they're bringing in... <coughs> freelance talent to make sure that one piece is constantly at this high clip and then you compare that to dragon ball where it's like we got a cgi movie now granted um i think superheroes a lot better than people give it credit for um but in comparison it's just like how do you what do you guys feel where it's like people have kind of been you know begging and pleading for dragon ball super to return in some form or fashion um we're, we're at a place as of this recording where the Dragon Ball Super manga is literally just a recap of the superhero movie. You know, we're on our 20th, it feels like, Universe 2 DLC, right? Do you guys feel like, you know, it is One Piece Toy's new Dragon Ball for the next generation? Um, I, I think, uh... <clears throat> Hi, Jory. Yeah, um, I think, I think, like, I think uh, with Dragon Ball Z, it's it because you know manga usually comes out first before the anime, right? Mm-hmm. So now they're running into problems with continuity. You have two different storylines going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. In the manga, Gohan was fighting uh, Kale. Yeah, then the anime is Goku, Kefla. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, what's going on, uh, Goku? Black turns Super Saiyan Pink 2. Doesn't well, no, do it in the... No, first he, he goes Super Saiyan, then Super Saiyan 2. He goes life. Super Saiyan, then yeah. he goes Super Saiyan 2. Like it, so I'm like, what's, what's, what is this? Mm-hmm. Now you got two different two different storylines. So now they realize that this is, you know... I don't think there's a good, strong planning team for Dragon Ball. But the, the thing is, Oda's behind his series still. Oda's there. Surveying mm-hmm. Oda's Oda's influence and hand is still present versus uh, Toriyama. Toriyama's presence is you know he doesn't even know what to do with the storyline mm-hmm. at this point right mm-hmm. he, and he doesn't care you know what I'm saying so <laughs> you know so yeah. like what what's um now you need what Dragon Ball Z needs to do and I think it, it, they can either do a soft reboot. Or do what Hunter X. Um, I think they're going to because there's talks of it. Because I, um, I think it's too late for a reboot for Dragon Ball. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, like while I could see your point, why that would probably kind of breathe new life into the series. I think it's it's you know I joke a lot with you guys about how it's it's the the toy franchise at this point. There's too much invested in terms of the merch and the forms and the collectible figurines. Like they're not taking it back to Dragon Ball roots at this point. No, no, not not Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. Mm. Like drag because Dragon. I mean, like when I say Dragon Ball Z, like they'll probably reboot that, but not to not to Dragon Ball. No, but man, he's talking about everything as a whole. Oh, know, okay, like, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. As a whole, it's just there's there's too many like cemented markets, right? Where it's like, you know, you'll see the toy collectors online. They got four different versions of Trunks cutting freezer in half, right? Like they're making money. They're making too much money for it to kind of like 
let's get back to basics or have an alternate timeline of a Dragon Ball. You know, I think yeah. it's, it'd be more like, how can they salvage it going forward? And I think to your point, you're right. I think the conflicting timelines, Toriyama not being as hands-on as, <laughs> as he used to be. Bless you. Bless you. Um, Thank you. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that kind of factor. Toyotaro kind of being not Horrible. the greatest writer. Horrible. You know, um, when it comes to the manga. Um, but then, to your point about them not having a, a plan, like they, they announced, I think it was the end of 2021, that Toy had hired an exclusive set of staff that only works on Dragon Ball um, uh, projects. It, they literally called it the Dragon Room, where it's like those are the the... the Kind of like the brainstorming um, clientele to to push new content for Dragon Ball, um, but I guess like going back to the well, Tim, let me ask you again the same question: Do you think One Piece is kind of being pushed as like the replacement of like, okay, we see this as being like our next big thing over Dragon Ball? Um, I would say it's half and half. It's uh, in terms of popularity, yes, because it has a very strong brand name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of like reach into different markets, not yet. I feel like it did during the PS2 era. Like when we had them like One Piece fighters back in that area. Like, mm-hmm. yes, now we have more of like the open world RPGs type of stuff. And, you know, the pirate warriors, the dynasty warriors style gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like it was good, but it didn't slap the hardest like, like the PS2 era. Mm-hmm. I do feel. If they give those properties like more of like a revival, I would say yes. Because, you know, even in the movies, they're still doing good with that. Even though the last one was technically like a musical. It, it was uh, a musical. Not technically, it was a musical. <laughs> but like, it's, it's still the fact that, you know, they're still pushing weight in those other different forms of media. I just feel like if the video game component was a bit stronger, I would say yes. Okay. So you feel like that One Piece... It's it's secondary market is holding it back basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could see that because you're right. I mean, let's just call it for what it is. As as much as the uh, the main uh, storyline entries of Dragon Ball kind of suffers, the games have been hitting not for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like Fighters is is being kind of it's slowly hitting like that uh, modern classic status in terms of a fighting game. It's transcended the anime pro- like anime like niche. It's like it's it's in Evo every year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it, it's there, you know, where it's like the the secondary media of Dragon Ball continues to stay strong. Whereas like One Piece, like to, to Tim's point, if you're not into the open world esque games, if you're not into the Dynasty Warrior games, One Piece doesn't really have anything for you. You know, um, even they dropped with, the ball. Yeah, they dropped the ball in one of those games where you could actually play as Luffy and having attacks. It's like, why don't you give One Piece the Spider Man budget? And they have the money for it. They can. You know, and why don't you give it the spider? Because what's that, what was that uh, One Piece game? Where you're playing as One Piece, you could actually do the pistol, you're controlling him. There's parts where you can go into, like, you can control oh, a cursor. Uh, that was One Piece World Seeker. They, yeah. You can only play as Luffy, pretty much. You can only play as Luffy. And I'm like, okay, why are you doing this? You know, what's the, what's the, why would you, why would you even do this if you're going to go this route? They're they are so bizarre. Mm-hmm. They are very bizarre. I'm like, these are your flagship suit movie um, series, and you guys don't put budget behind it. If you put budget behind it, you guys will make some money. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, One Piece World 
is probably that's the one game that should be an open world game. Mm-hmm. You already have Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Right? I prefer You're, I prefer more of a fighter. But I, there's room for no, both. But there's, yeah, room, there's room for, for both. both. You don't yeah, have to room. just do one. Yeah. You don't have to just do one. You know, you could do a fighter. You could do a Scratchman Apple. Um, you could do a a, a Scratchman Apple where, where he's a playable character. Those dudes. You could do a tag system. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your um. I would even accept a One Piece game in the light of uh, Naruto. The way Naruto oh, like, um. Storm. Yeah, but you know yeah. it's not played out now. But I would accept it. If they did do it, if they were to like stretch out the market, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd take it. Um, I'd take it. I wouldn't, I'm, to be honest with you, I'd take it, right? Um, but I think the market is open. But I, for me, One Piece World is interesting. The bubble coding. Imagine the mission for that. Mm-hmm. Having that to coach your um your ship, you know, or you you know. You create your own One Piece character mm-hmm. and have your character go into the world. Like, they could literally do a hub world of One Piece. Yeah. Where people... One Piece has the Disney charm to it, you know? That's, that's just that's one true. thing. That's One true. thing I never understood about uh, just Toei, man. I just never understood about that, uh, that about them, man. But, like, they should definitely do it. They definitely can do it. I don't think... um. I'm going off topic, am I? Am I? No, you're not. I, I think oh. I think you're 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 giving an alternate point to to what Tim said. Like I think it's it. I didn't think about it from that angle, um, but I think it is the secondary marketing. And like you said, it's like we're not getting outside of maybe like the figurine market, right? If you're a toy collector, we're not really getting a high quality one piece product, right? Where it's like even with the with the movies, right? You know, we talked about this. I think Film Z was great. Strong World was great. Um, even um, the one with Bullet, uh, Stampede, was good. Probably but the best you, one. Yeah, but then you have One Piece Gold, not so good. This last one, the musical, a musical. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like too many L's. Norris. Yeah, it's like what it what you know. Say animation was a one, right? It's like they even you know when you watch the movie, they kind of give like a sneak peek of Gear Five, but it's just like it was a musical with a dream world and. Shanks is the one arm again, the one arm Chuck Norris of the, the of the franchise. He can keep up with Kizaru, can move at the speed of light. He lost his the, arm for no reason. Yeah, it might be that might as well be a plot hole at this point. Like you <laughs> mean to tell me the man with the hockey to see the future couldn't get hit? Okay, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the things that 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 kind of would take One Piece to that like this is this is it. Like it's 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 you know, it reigns supreme. Like going back to our '90s conversation, real, real quick. It's like, like Tim said, there was a point you could, you couldn't even escape Dragon Ball if you wanted to. They had Dragon Ball paper plates, lunch boxes, book bags. Um, like Tim said, the things changed when Budokai dropped. For you know, it hasn't aged the greatest, but things changed when Budokai one dropped. The even legacy the, of Goku. Even the art community. Remember, like back in high school. People used to come to high school with all the printed images, the printed images, and, oh, and just share and just share them. Like, oh, Ooh. you found a rare one. Like, where did you get this one from? Well, oh, now we talking. Yeah, <laughs> but no, you now printed homemade Yu-Gi-Oh cards, dog. Crazy yeah, man. Now we talking. Now you're right. No, you're absolutely right. I think I think that's where One Piece has been struggling. Like, they just don't. They, there's, there's, there's some weird disconnect of like. 
Toy is like it's like they're kind of afraid. It feels like they you can tell that they kind of want to replace Dragon Ball, right? Because it they might be just running out of ideas, right? Where One Piece is still kind of going, and and to your point, there'll probably be One Piece Disneyland in about five years, right? It just, the world's just so dense, but it just you know you can kind of tell where it's like obviously the budget's there for the anime, right? Like even this past week's episode, I'm like, bro, it's last week's episode was Law and Kid against Big Mom. Not a straw hat in sight. And you're just like, this is just, this animation is just, we're getting art. And it ma- we're it getting made art you like episode. Kid, man. It, it, it made me like-, like Kid more. I never hated him because I think that Bounty episode of One Piece made those guys amazing. Mm-hmm. That was probably, that was probably my fa- one of my favorite episodes when they're introducing these new um, other um, One Piece head to head honchos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, supernovas. Um, yeah, man. So I think uh, One Piece, One Piece, just One Piece, One Piece has so much it could do, man. I wish I had a property like that, man. I think all of us do. <laughs> you could do what you, you, with One Piece. You can go. You can do a a, a Final Fantasy tactical classic tactical, mm-hmm. which they have, but it just I don't know if it's that popular. It's not that uh, right. I think it's uh, whatever that was Odyssey. It's not. It's not doing too hot. It's not doing too hot. And the graphics are good. I think it's, you know, like the gameplay wise, I played the demo. I was like, I'm not mad at this. But to Tim's point, it's just like, it's just not like hitting. Like, it needs to, it needs to be able to like gravitate people in different forms of ecosystems. Mm. Like, you know, to go back to like the Digimon point that I said, yes, Digimon had a very strong anime. It also had strong games. Mm-hmm. It also had um, toys. Toys. Yes. Yes. See, look. So you have different for you have media, you have merchandise, and then you also have, like I said, like you know, the digital world, which is video games itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. like it, had, it had different, it had different ecosystems that just brought like all people together as a whole. Like as you you were intertwining in both of them, whether you liked them or not. Right. Like, did you? Did you watch this boy? Oh man, <laughs> a Digimon. Sorry to cut you off, but a Digimon like Pokemon. I mean, Digimon Rumble Arena on PlayStation. Y'all don't remember that? Yeah, I, I remember. remember. I remember. It was. It was. It was. I mean, it was glitchy. You know. Yeah, it was. It was, it was you know, it wasn't balanced at all. But there were. I think there were trailblazers in that way of like, look how long it took for us to get Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in comparison to when Rumble Arena came out. Yeah, like when you really look back at like a lot of like PS2 titles, like especially that was a very hardcore era for that type of anime, bro. Um, I remember like the Yu-Gi-Oh game on Duelist. I think it was Duelist of Roses. Roses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bro, like that was one of the most. Bro, it was it was it was an epic. It was an epic era, bro, and that's why I kind of feel. It's still alive to this day. Like you need all of those markets for it to be that solid iron fist of an anime franchise. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I and I guess a perfect segue to our last topic of the night, right? Uh, we're kind of uh, discovering these segments the more we record, right? We're we're talking about these powerhouses and what bigger powerhouse than the name we've been mentioning all night as well, Dragon Ball. Right, we, we've alluded at it. We've 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 spoken and thrown jabs here and there, and let's really get to it. Dragon Ball, right? Dragon Ball continues to 
make millions upon millions in revenue, even for a, a film that's as divisive as superhero, right? Like I, uh, when Tim and I did our review, I enjoyed it a lot more than Tim did, but I also understood Tim's points, right? The, the, the things that he kind of pointed out, I'm like, no, this, this is true. And I could see why you would not like the movie as much as I did. Um, but it, it, it still made millions upon millions of dollars. It was a box office hit, right? You're looking at the at the the manga for as lopsided as Toritaro's stories are, character design wise, people really like Moro. People really like Granola and the concepts behind these characters, right? The the magician goat, you know, who who's who's lived thousands upon thousands of years. This uh, you know, basically the the modern day Tuffle, you know, Dragon Ball Super, who has a, a vendetta against not only the Saiyans but against Frieza. You know, like you're you're seeing all these characters. You're seeing the um. What they call the heaters, who's is basically Bojack and his crew, right? So we, it's it's not that you know Dragon Ball is suffering from, I would say, burnout in terms of places the series can go, right? I think um, it, it's having some of the same problems that One Piece uh, secondary media has, where it's just like at some point, you know, it being the Goku Vegeta show was cool, right? Because it allowed them to put a little bit more respect on Vegeta. Right, Vegeta used to be like the, the the punching bag of the series for a while. Like he was cool, you know, all these cool things, but then we get bodied, right? And now we're seeing Vegeta as like a legit, you know, obviously Goku's still the main character, right? But we've seen Vegeta kind of uh, stand out in his own right as a, as his own threat. Um, they've they've kind of uh, put some respect on Gohan, right? For as much as I didn't like Piccolo's new forms, Piccolo can now hang with the best of them. Piccolo, you know, it's like he's not just a supporting character the way Krillin and Tien are. Right. So you're seeing all these things where it's like, OK, I can see that you guys have these good ideas that can still be implemented. Right. But I guess like my question to you guys is like, where do you guys think it's being like opportunities are being missed for Dragon Ball? I would say story continuity. I feel they um, and, and I, it's, it's centered around the transformations. Okay. I feel like I feel like they're doing too much at a very fast rate. That mm. they don't they don't know what to do with them anymore. Because to be honest, I kind of feel as of now the god transformations are pointless. Uh, the super okay. certain god ones, like the like the, with the red and the blue, mm-hmm. I feel like they're pointless now. Because when you really understand as a and and, I, and I, that's why I like them more as techniques versus transformations. Like Ultra Instinct is technically a technique. Mm-hmm. Ultra Ego is technically a technique. Um, I like I like that that much more logic, um, and then what I really enjoyed about you know the tournament of power was you know the, the other universe of Saiyans how they brought more respect to Super Saiyan one and Super Saiyan two and mm-hmm. in, in even super, when because one of them was about to turn Super Saiyan three they were bringing respect back to past transformations that kind of just got swept under the rug when Paris just came right. And it's like, and they they they've showed you like yes, like no, these forms are not irrelevant. Like right. I can still throw hands with you as a super you a super saiyan girl. I can still throw hands with you at a super saiyan too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the power scaling was kind of just all over the place. Like you know when seventeen came back next, you know he's the power like of the super saiyan god. <laughs> and it's like yeah, I, I mean I appreciated the power up, but it's like a lot of this stuff wasn't really make sense. Like, yeah, like Piccolo's um, new transformations, I enjoyed it because, you know, many years ago, during, you know, Toonani's Prime, we were hinted that Lord Slug is a supernamic, mm-hmm. but we never saw what a supernamic was mm-hmm. until years later now. 
Right. And and you can see even more where it's like, I think you talked about this during the review, Tim, where you're just like, you can see that there's more lore there between, you know, Shenron giving Piccolo that power up and even the, the tree insignia. Like, there's there's something deeper here in, like, Namekian mm-hmm. lore. Yeah, and it's just like they don't really explore that stuff because I thought when Piccolo met the other Namics that maybe he wanted to explore his culture more because you thought that's what, the, when he first went to Namek, Lily, that's one of the most biggest you do clips. I'm home. I'm alive. <laughs> I like, can do this. Yes, yes. <laughs> after that saga, you kind of just got complacent again. Like, yeah, when Dende when came, yeah, you finally have somebody to connect with. But I would have thought, like, you mean to tell me Piccolo doesn't want to get to know his own race? Mm-hmm. It's wild. Because Even a- that's something Vegeta still longs for because... I, and I do feel like, you know, going moving forward, I feel like Vegeta is going to actually develop a better bond with Broly than Goku is. Because mm-hmm. Broly is the last Saiyan that technically understands Saiyan culture as much as Vegeta. Right, 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 right. Like, you know, Goku, you know. Goku's, base, Goku's basically an Earthling. You know, yeah. let's just call it for what it is. So, like, at least so now. And, and I think that's why Vegeta enjoyed the fight with Broly so much. It's because mm-hmm. he felt that that connection in terms of like culture and sparring together that true warriorship in a sense mm-hmm. like we're like you know with goku he's like but you're a clown yeah so like yes like in, in terms of like continuity lore and just like these power-ups man they really gotta just get a hold of it man because right now it's kind of like and you know to go on the video game side bro look at fighters bro we had almost literally like eight gokus yeah, oh, it, it might actually be a Goku's. I think your number is on the money. For, for, for basic level things, bro. Mm-hmm. Basic level things. So I do feel like, you know, that's something that they really have to get in, get in hold of because, like, you know, Naruto's a prime example. You know, when Sasuke and, and Naruto lost their arms, you still see in Sasuke using all the powers that he had, but then Naruto's like, hey, where's the rest of the stuff that Naruto had? Oh, we're not going to explain it? Okay. Right. He can't fly anymore. He can't do... Yeah, yeah. But Sasuke can still do planetary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like, it's a lot of it's a lot of back and forth. And then I do feel like they need to make better, better marks about, like, all right, what's canon, what's not, and mm-hmm. what really matters and not. Because, like how you said, bro, from Dragon Ball era, bro, like, Tien, Krillin, Yamcha, bro, those were some OGs now, bro. But then now look at them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, almost they're almost like a joke character, all of them. So, so like even now, like you brought in now you bring it back into androids, you're making them relevant characters again. But then how far is it gonna go until you just fumble back to the Saiyans? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, what's, oh. what's your thoughts? I mean, for me, uh, with Dragon Ball Z, yeah, the stories. <laughs> are not like well planned man and then the conclusions and the payoffs are horrible oh yes i because i tell my best friend this all the time dragon ball super ruined trunks destroyed trunks destroyed trunks they destroying a lot of characters to be honest with you like um they ruined kid trunks and that was my favorite trunks Mm. uh the one where you see trunks uh Trunks is like Dennis the Menace, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and um, and I liked how Go- Goten was like innocent, but like would tag along because, you that's know, his best friend. Only, yeah, that's <laughs> his best friend, you know, um, 
Trunks' personality even during the tournament when he said, okay, guy, okay, Goten, I'm going to win the tournament and you're just going to lose. And he's like, I'm not going to just lose. And you get to see Goten's actually putting up resistance. He's like, Goten does care about mm-hmm. being a good fighter. He's mm-hmm. just a little bit um, more... Uh, a, a con- he's more Aang yeah, than, yes. he is, um, than he is than he is Goku. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love that dynamic. Right? And then now it's it means absolutely nothing because mm-hmm. even in Super, Trunks is afraid to talk to girls. That He's Boma and Vegeta combined. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the most arrogant person in the world. Right? But now you don't you don't get any of that. So it's like, it's like, ugh. I'm, for, the stories don't make sense. They turn moral. Moral was ridiculous. Goku turned using Sasuno to def, like the payoffs is. Re- <laughs> How you you already have Turles, and now you're gonna use. Now I'm, I'm ranting now. You got Turles. You already have Turles. Now you want to turn him to Goku Black and the names. Well, technically, some most of the movie characters are not canon. Yeah, it, but it's it, but the thing you see where there's a problem with that, Tim. I already mm. know that there's a turlis, and it don't even help that you bring him back in the super, and he's in the video game as a prime villain. It don't help. It don't help because in my mind, I'm thinking, yo, this is just turlis again. It don't help. You know what I'm saying? Especially the, us. Who grew go up ahead, in go there. Ahead. The, I was gonna say the. Uh, it's funny because we we've all talked about this, right? It's like. The, the the fans conspiracy theories of it being either a older Goten who got taken over, or it would have been better if they had if he had stolen the body of a, of an alternate future Gohan would have made for a much much more compelling story. Then, like you it said, it would have been way better. Turles essentially, Turles again, right? And now, mm-hmm. not only that, so now okay, you have that. Then you have Goku using Sasuno. Turns into a giant. Vegeta goes to do yard training only to do what? Not be able to use anything. Moro is the perfect opportunity to introduce a new factor into Dragon Ball Z. Squandered. Man. You have, you have, <laughs> now, now you're panicking, right? We don't uh, know what to do. You cook it, bro. Go, 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 go. We don't know what to do, right? We don't know what to do. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh, man. What do we do? Pirates are interesting now, right? Mm-hmm. We already have a pirate. His name's Bojack. Let's why not introduce all these villains we have into the main series? Mm-hmm. You just revamp them. We got something. You give yourself time. I think that would have saved Dragon Ball Z way more than even rebooting. Now they're talking. There's talks of them rebooting. Rumors because they're like, yo, if we reboot, we're gonna change Goku's design. Goku's still gonna have the same like. For me, this is my this is if 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 they gave me the task, mm-hmm. SS rank, super SS rank, we need your help. Save Dragon Ball. <laughs> Here's the first thing I do, right? And on the table, okay, this you you have to reboot it. How will you do how would you do it? Where would you start? I'd start off Dragon Ball Z. Everybody's already everybody, right? Right? You go on from there, fix up, fix up certain things. Fix up the freezer force, right? Why, why, why is Cooler not present if Cooler is here? You know, why, why let all these things be squandered? I don't need a head check. Head check is is sick, right? But nobody knows about head check like that unless you mm-hmm. play the video games 
or you had that um that um video game that came with the movie. Yeah. Expand upon the truffles. What happens if um why 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 don't um okay if you want to introduce Saiyans from another universe, their Super Saiyan four is the one with the fur. Over here, the Saiyans don't have tails, so they don't get to have that. They do not get to have that perk. Mm. Prime example. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, they need to expand upon the spectrum of fighting. You know, expand upon the spectrum of fighting and power levels. You, Rock Lee is the perfect Super Saiyan. What do you mean? He is. Think about it. He has gates. It's levels, but they come with cost. Let's do that. Now you have a wild card situation for every fight. You know? Where every, everyone kind of uses their Super Saiyan differently. I, Everybody I uses their Super Saiyan differently. Mm-hmm. Why do all the Saiyans have... And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be such of a dramatic change to the point where, like, you know, it could be just like Pokemon. Like, okay, my Eevee doesn't know um, uh, Razor Blade. It knows Hyper Beam. Razor Blade. Razor Leaf, yeah, Razor Leaf, my bad. Yo, I'm so far from Pokemon, homie. Like, far, bro. Far. It's like, you know, you're um, being kind of violent here. You're talking about Razor Blade. I know, I know. I said Razor Blade, man, my bad. But yeah, like, it just doesn't make any sense. You have all these properties. Cooler, why Why is it Why is it just cooler? Why was King Colt so easy to kill? Mm-hmm. If he was really that strong. Dude, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, another thing. Um, is it only Frieza's race that's a part of the faction? Bojack, what's his thing? Wh- where is he from? This, so if he's the pirate, there's got to be other pirates. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, right? So, th- like, the whole universe of Dragon Ball Z could be the Shinrons. Where do they come from? Why are there so are, many? Why are there so <laughs> many? There's Super Dragon Balls, Super Dragon Ball planets, right? And for me, I'm like, man, you you have the. What if the Dragon Balls are made from a piece, right? What if the Namics, what if the Namics were actually the first race to actually exist? That's why they have all this knowledge and wealthful knowledge. You have all these space operas, all these space series, where you can actually make Dragon Ball Z almost twenty times more amazing. Toriyama always talks about how he's inspired by um, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Let's see some of that true inspiration. I would actually make stuff make sense. Instead of um, say, say there's only Saiyans, certain Saiyans can only go up to level three, and that's it. Uh, if a Saiyan wants to learn, uh, uh, if a Saiyan chooses to prestige, he can compress all his, um, his Saiyan powers into one chamber. Allowing him to reach multiple levels. Let there be Saiyan lore. You know? It, it, like, do what... Do what... One, one Piece is um, almost amazing at this, right? Why? Mm-hmm. Because Eneru was so terrifying to me because he could, like... And, you but then you find out it's just hockey. It's just hockey, yeah. So now... When you go back and revisit, they're like, yo, if y'all saw um, Katakuri on any of these feats, y'all have been a regular episode putty from Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. And there's that makes these series interesting and it makes the series more um, actual without being actual. Yeah. Right? Um, You had a good start. What made me so angry about Dragon Ball Z superheroes was the first three minutes where they show you the recap. Oh. (laughs) 
In top tier animation? In top tier animation. <laughs> That's when I was like, why did you not just... I saw Cell and Super Vegeta point at himself like the tsunami, the tsunami segment that we lose our minds after. Mm-hmm. I'm the Prince of All Saiyans once again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. What are you doing? And then even with um Cell, Cell Max, I literally thought he was going to absorb both of them. I was hoping he did. And we get I'm a kind of glad he didn't. Yeah, that, that would have been that would have been too redundant. It, it would have been too, too redundant. Copy and paste at that point. Too copy okay. and paste. Well, I mean, it's it, you are it's already so coming back. Yeah, that was actually part of Tim's and I discussions because uh, I know Tim at the time he wasn't crazy about uh, Cell not kind of being brought back, so to speak. And my I guess like my pushback was. Let's just say, right, that in the storyboard, right, at some point, Cell Max has to be a thing, right? All things leads back to Cell Max. Would we want, as, as you know me, I, I'm a perfect, um, I'm a Cell Saga arc defender to the day I die. Would we want to see that character go the Cell Max route? Like, I would rather it be a completely different Cell. If we have to go Cell Kaiju, let it be someone who is completely disassociated from Perfect and, that, and that's what got me so hot because I'm like, this is just they just tried Gohan movie 13, Harudagar. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it's true. It, he was he was Harudagar. He was, but I would rather them do it like that than spit on you know perfect cell. Because we look at Golden Frieza, it took away from Frieza's legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like I cell, you know, at this point, Cell still has that, like, this is he's that dude still. Yeah, because like Golden Freezer, like I told Anthony, I was like, I was expecting like a cooler transformation because mm-hmm. that's what Cooler said. He's like, because when when Goku when Cooler fought um, Goku in the movie, that was technically his final form, like how Freezer did on Namek. Mm-hmm. He said, I found a fourth beyond it. So I was expecting that, but then I was like, but I look at this color plated hyper mode, and I'm just yeah, like, yeah, man, I'm like, yo. <laughs> You know, I got Lakers colors on. I was, oh, yo, I was upset. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the fact that you know, once again, they took away Vegeta's win. I was like, bro, no, come on, bro. I, that's why I tell people throw Resurrection F away. Just throw it yeah. away. Because I, I could have felt that if he was gonna go that route to make Freezer relevant again, I felt the most smarter route was like how you just said, bring in Cooler. Because you mean to tell me Freezer's been dead fifteen plus years. After Majin Buu and all that other stuff, how is this army still together? Mm-hmm. How? And don't tell me these little stooges are the ones that kept this army from going bankrupt, especially, you know, I guess, this, you know, this sort of canon or not. But when Vegeta went into space during the Garlic Jr. saga, you basically got the impression that Vegeta decimated what was left of the Freezer Force. What, what, yeah. what was left of it. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Cooler would have made sense. Well, you know, my father. And my brother are dead. I'm the one who kept the family legacy alive. Mm-hmm. Which would then um, give more sense of the animosity that him and Frieza have for each other. Of like you were considered the, the chosen one, but I was the one that kept... held this together. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a good point. You you know you know. Um, oh Tim, go ahead. Say say what he's gonna say. Yeah. So like I said, man. Like sell so, like that. That's the, the kaiju battle. First of all, like, all right, any, anything past the grade eight, we don't want kaiju battles no more. Yo, and then Piccolo turns into a kaiju himself. Yeah, because I could not believe it, man. Yeah, because like when Piccolo pa- first did it, that was amazing in Dragon Ball. 
when mm-hmm. Vegeta, when Vegeta basically crushed Goku's legs as a great ape. That Timeless. was great. That was mm-hmm. great. After that, bro, we don't want no more kaiju battles, bro. We don't want that no more. Ultra Mantiga, you feel me? Like, yo, like, where are we going with this, man? And then, and then, and then, right. And then, what, what, what even makes me even more angry? You guys ever seen the Dragon Ball Z 2008 special? Yeah. Yes. In Japan, in Japanese, yeah, where it's done them, by the but, One Piece uh, team? With, with Vegeta's uh, younger brother, uh, Tarbo. Tarbo. Yeah, you've seen it. Where, do, where is he? Well, first of all, he lost his phone number. I don't really care for Tarbo. Nobody does. No, but just, nobody just, does. Mm, mm. But at the same time, right? The concept, mm. the concept is the con- that to me was more Dragon Ball Z than any episode of Super. Mm-hmm. Okay. It had the comedy. Everybody had their time to shine. It mm. was I. It, I was so happy watching that special because it was like. It was so much. It was so Dragon Ball Z. The kid trunks, them going after the um, finding the carrot. Master Roshi getting the carrot that looked like the um woman. Um, and then everybody else falling on the floor. Mm-hmm. Vegeta, um, Vegeta, um, saying, "Oh, my son got has the biggest carrot." But then, um, trunks, Goku cheats. And well, so, no, it, remember, uh, uh, was it Goten's uh, root just happened to? Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Okay. Go Goten's root, and then um. Well, he says, okay, um, Trunks got this. No, no, go ahead and help uh, Trunks, but you just said it's okay. <laughs> that was more Dragon Ball Z. It showed him as than... a father, you know? Oh, man. And I was just like, I said, yo, what is This is amazing. When, um, when what, Tien did the, um, not Tien, but Yancha did his yeah. classic spirit bomb? Yeah, the little spirit bomb. To could... the pillar. Or even just the small details of you could tell that Goten and Trunks had at some point been training with Tien and Yamcha, right? Because Gotenks does the Wolf Fang fist and the volleyball fist. And you're like, you know, he, he, he had to have learned that from them. So you're seeing, like you said, there's little Easter eggs of like these people have continued to live their lives and, you know, they're still interconnected after all this time. And it's just like what what Dragon Ball Z needs. I, I think what would save them is Tim, them to reintroduce because there's no way Heroes is having better interesting storylines within 10 minutes than Dragon Ball Z Super. Because Heroes is not afraid to expand on an idea, right? And I think uh, just to kind of uh, kind of like land it, right, so we can kind of uh, wrap things up. And, you know, again, you guys are more, more than welcome to interject. I think to that point, right, with Heroes, we're seeing things that they're, they're willing to go deeper into the lore, right? Of like, they do, uh, what's his face? Uh... Uh, Dr. Wheeler from the World's Strongest. What did his body look like before he became a giant brain? They did that. What would he do? What would it look like if he powered himself up as an android? They did that. What would happen if Bobbity got a hold of stronger characters, you know, from the demon realm? They did that, right? If Deborah is one of the biggest uh, uh, um, rulers of the demon realm, there has to be other characters just as strong as him. They did that. Right, they're doing like they're they're taking these these concepts that Dragon Ball introduces, throws away immediately, and expands on it. And I think my issue is like, uh, you know, it's it's a couple of key things for me. It's these these reveals and drops, right? So, to your guys' point about Broly, right? <coughs> you see this concept of, you know, I remember we were all talking about this. Is like, how is Broly gonna keep up with Goku and Vegeta at this point? They're Super Saiyan Blue. Goku has Ultra Instinct. He's gonna get clapped. 
Yep. And you find out that he's able to channel his power through uh, using the Great Ape form while in human form, aka Super Saiyan Four. What gets done with that? Nothing. Right? You see that Goku's been training in God Key and he's able to paralyze Broly using his his key. What gets done with that? Nothing. To your point, Jory, when you said Vegeta, he goes to Yardrat, he learns the technique of what happens when you can't just outpunch your character because he drains your energy. Now I can drain that energy back. What gets done with that? Nothing. It goes right back to who has the bigger key attack, Goku Susano, they win. We keep getting alluded to that there is incredible. This, yeah, we get we get this illusion that obviously there is some type of space capitalistic system, right? Where like you guys said, the Freezer Force are like pirates, right? That's why the uh, Jocko and the and, and uh, the uh, Space Police Force are are there. Granola's a bounty hunter in this in this you know ecosystem. What is happening with that, right? Why is it that the Cerulean's after the granola arc wraps up, they immediately just go to work for Frieza. The same Frieza that they're plotting to kill. Like, what, like, you have these ideas that you can just, if you just gave it a little bit more time in the oven, you have storylines. You have storylines there. Again, for me, you know, um, going back to the review that I had with Tim about the Dragon Ball Superhero movie, I said one of the things that I really appreciated is the lore, right? What happened to the Red Ribbon Army? We got our answer. We, you know what I'm saying? They did a really good job of recapping, like, here's what happened. Here's what uh, Commander Red's son did. Here, uh, it's a pharmaceutical company, which makes perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? It makes perfect sense. Uh, Dr. Dro had a family. This is, like, his grandson. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's an even super genius. He's able to make these androids that aren't just copy and paste from 17 to 18. You find you know out. Like, but, but You find out. He, he's he's at, he, Dr. Jero looked like Android 13. Yeah, right, right. Dr. Jero, uh, Android 13 looks like a younger version of Dr. Jero, right? You, we finally get confirmation that 16 was built after his son. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have all these things. It's like, yeah, this happened. Can I get more? Yeah, no, 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 no. Go on, beast. Roll credits. Uh, You're just like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just certain things where, like, you know, again, to kind of wrap things all up, like, I, I my issue with modern Dragon Ball will always come down to these couple of things. No elaboration on the lore, right? Um, merchandising before storytelling, right? We have to get a new form. And I'm not even necessarily mad about a new form, right? But you mean to tell me that Gohan just got angry for the 45th time and unlocked a new form, that doesn't feel earned to me, right? I, I'd be more behind it if I'm like, you know, like, we, that's the whole reason why we all clown Super Saiyan Rage trunks. This makes no sense. And then and even in the manga, he doesn't get that far. He never gets it. So, so it's kind of like, like, all right, even like my theory about Gohan Beast is like kind of like similar, like to like, you know, remember like Ultra Instinct Sign where he still had the black hair, but the pupils was different. People mm -hmm. are saying that, you know, this beast form is the further extension of him training under Kaiki. Because mm -hmm. you remember that does make sense. He did train with the Elder Kai's. Like, like Goku, um, Vegeta, and Gohan both trained with the hierarchy. Goku mm -hmm. trained with the uh, angels, so he gained an angel technique. Vegeta was more of the god of destruction path, so he got a technique that reflects them. So he's Gohan, the Kais, the, the Trinity. Mm -hmm. all, their life, all their life forces are connected together. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I guarantee you on the money, Tim, 
nobody in the office thought about it like you. <laughs> <laughs> on the oh money. Because, like, the fact that he still has, the, like, I was like, bro, that's the same color hair the Supreme Kai has. Mm. No, no, no. But, Tim, this is honest mistakes. This is your genius showing, right? <laughs> you need, nah, you need to be a writer, dog. Right? Because, I, I like, mean, cause I Because basi- just... basically it's the final form of what ultimate Gohan should have been if he had more time. Mm-hmm. And then now, right? And then now you justified the transformation. Now, even if we're looking like it spikes on spikes and spikes, you're like, but this makes sense. How can I argue this, right? I think one of the reasons, you know, one of, I, I, and maybe I'm just by myself with this, one of the reasons why Ultra Instinct works so well is because, one, we alluded to it way earlier on in Super, and it's a concept we can get behind. What happens when you hone your instincts enough that your body reacts on its own? That's genius. That's genius. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it, it's, it's, I guess to my final point, the lack of technique, the lack of, it's again, I'm going to sound like a broken horse every time I bring up Dragon Ball. It is a martial arts series. One of the reasons why Master Roshi has aged so well is because this man pulls out techniques out of, this man has electricity. A demon sealing technique, the originator of the Kamehameha. You know what I'm saying? He's doing all hypnosis. He is a martial arts master. You know what I'm saying? It's a martial arts series. The concept of the KO can, what happens when your body can't keep up with the ability that you're pouring out? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just these certain things where it's like, that's what kind of brought us in. It wasn't just, yes, the power ups are always there. I'm not going to sit there and act like they weren't. We all know where we were when Goku turned to Super Saiyan. Gohan turning Super Saiyan 2 against Cell is is goaded, right? It's in it's in the history books of anime, right? But it it's it's just kind of like it's it's become too lopsided, right? It's just transform, 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 transform. These are fighting people, martial oh. arts masters. You know, so closing thoughts, because you know, <laughs> closing thoughts on this. Any anything that I might have missed? I mean, uh, no, pretty it's, much. It's, yeah, you hit it over money, man. Yeah, like it's it's story continuity, man. Story continuity, uh, very a lot of failed promises. Like you know, GT was the prime example of that. Like it had it had decent ideas, mm-hmm. but poor execution. Like mm. Shadow Dragons, bro. Like Fire. that was a that was a, cool, Fire that was a great Black game. Dragon Balls. That was a what happened when you use Dragon Ball too much? Mm-hmm. That was a good. That was a that was a great concept. Like, you know, even the way how um, 17 got reintroduced back into the world, I don't really care for Super 17 no more. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, like, you know, after the granola, like, yeah, you know, we technically don't really care about Baby no more because whatever. He was just a parasite. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like I said, it was a lot of failed opportunities, and I feel like Super is starting to do it again. And then the biggest... And I really mean the biggest indication of that was Goku Black. And I was like, yeah, they starting to get a little flip-floppy. Mm-hmm. And then you, stay, you saw it with Moro, bro. It's like they're, they're, they're just doing too much on one end. I wanna, I, like, yes, the Tournament of Power, that was pretty level. The only thing that I did not like was this whole Majin Buu gimmick of him always being asleep, bro. I was always. Like, bro, like, come on, bro. <laughs> Always like, conveniently hibernating. <laughs> like, conveniently hibernating, and for what? 
For what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Uh, you know, you you know. So closing cr- thoughts. <laughs> okay, closing yeah. thoughts, man. I, I, like this is why people like Baki. You know. Um, oh, because of the martial arts. The martial arts. It's okay. not only that. It's just like it's the craziness. This should Dragon Ball Z should have been doing the crazy zing stuff that Baki does. Mm-hmm. You know, just on a galactic scale. Yeah, it's it's the it's the. It's the storyline. It's trash. and We can't follow it. There's too many animes with more compelling storylines. Mm. Right? Um, and when you do do a good storyline, it's not even a part of the main brand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, why are you leaving the canon movies suspended in animation when you guys need ideals? You did a good job with Brawley. Have Toriyama draw new cooler. Yeah. Have Toriyama draw have Toriyama draw new um new Bojack new, new Bojack. Uh, let's make Garlic Junior a thing. New Garlic like Junior. Mm-hmm. Let's make him a real thing. Let's stop. Let's stop taking all. Let's make Doctor Jiro. I'm not Doctor Jiro, but Wilo a real thing, right? I shared concepts with you about the films, and I was saying like, okay, uh, the Tree of Might. What happened? So you mean to tell me nobody kept any of the fruits? They had to grow to fruition somewhere. Like somewhere, somebody harvested the fruit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, there you go. That, that's 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 one. Second thing. Um, the androids, Android 13. Like, put them. In, if you have a copy version of yourself, and now you find out that 16, and it was 21. Right. We know she exists now. She exists. Mm-hmm. So why not tell 21? 21 now has beef with Boma. Mm. Two, two scientists, right? Mm-hmm. Why isn't Boma developing technology for um for better technology for science? She she's doing it, but not really, really, right? It's always why? more it's very reactionary. She's not like it's innovative. very reactionary. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not she's not innovating. You got that. Um Gohan's interested in bugs as a teacher. Okay. I can see him being a Clark Kent. But at the yeah. same time, he's how does he really not care about fighting if he's secretly disguised as saying that? Mm-hmm. It don't make training, it don't that, yeah. make no sense. Mm-hmm. Then you got then oh man, here's the kicker. Who's Chi Chi's dad? Ox King. Ox King. And what does the Ox King do? What was his caliber? He was just a, an Ox King guy. Is he from another dimension? No, he, he was a student of Master Roshi. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was so like I don't a, really a, a warlord for his area. Okay, now the Red Ribbon Army. You have the prime opportunity to create a Lex Luthor-type establishment in your universe, right? The Big Getty Star. There's stuff to go, man. You got mm. stuff to go. The Big Getty Star is what they use to, to make the androids. That's why they could withstand saying something. Give me something that makes mm. sense. You got Hit is an assassin, but are there other assassins that can do what Hit do? Hit's race. You he's know, thousands of years old. You know, they, they say that and kind of skim right over it. He's thousands of years old, and but he's he's the only one. I mm-hmm. find it hard to believe. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying there's so much you could do, man. Bojack is a pirate, and Bojack is actually searching for the Big Getty Star because the Big Getty Star is not what people think it is. It's actually mm-hmm. something else. 
So again, like again, expanding on a storyline in a way that means something. Yeah, and the angels, you know, yeah. there's that's all his children. Yeah, I think for me, in conclusion, uh, we'll end on this note. I think my thing is, I, it's time for these characters to mature a little bit, right? I think to my to, to again to defend a little bit. I think they're doing a pretty good job with Piccolo, right? I think he's he's definitely in the mentor role. I think they should have Goku meet him there. I think it's time to introduce Oob, right? I think it's time for, you know, like, Goku at this point in the series is like 50 years old. Stop making him this childish man-child at this point. He's a, he is a grandfather. You know, we know that he goes on to train Oob. We know that he's, you know, like, he is all about, you know, leaving things to the next generation. Go home and train your son. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like like more of like the Hokage Naruto demeanor because I yes. I did I did like how they really matured his demeanor. Like yeah. you saw his growth as a person. Yeah, it, it's still like you know what I'm saying. Naruto said that character at heart. He could still be silly, right? This is still the Naruto we grew up with. But like you said, this is Naruto, the grown man, the leader of the village, the man who's achieved his dreams. But Goku, it's like sometimes he's the Goku from you know from the Cell Saga. Sometimes he's Goku the idiot, right? It's like, which one is it? Like, he can still be Goku without being a child. You know what I'm saying? I think it's it's time to, you can slowly start to give these characters more breathing room to grow, right? It's like, Tien opens a fight <coughs> at school, you never hear about it again. You know what I'm saying? It, you can give Goten and Trunks more to do, right? I, I, I just think it's time for Dragon Ball. I know, I guess, it's the spirit of Toriyama. He doesn't want to be too overly, overly serious, which is fine. But I think it's time for these characters who have been around at this point for 40 years to mature. You know what I'm saying? To, to really start to bridge that gap where Dragon Ball GT attempted to go, where it's like, we can kind of age these characters a bit and it still have the spirit of Dragon Ball. You know, Goku and Vegeta can kind of take more of a sideline role for these other secondary characters to be more prevalent and it's still, you know what I'm saying? Like, and still have impact on the story. So... That's my closing thoughts. I appreciate you guys giving me your closing thoughts. Um, this has been another really good podcast episode. Thank you guys uh, for hanging in on, on the East Coast. I know it's late. Uh, so, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you tuned in, uh, you know, I I actually thought this would be a shorter episode, but I think we kind of really got into, into depth of, of the Big Three era. You know, I felt like every point that was made, you know, I... I learned some things I didn't think about. I got some perspective I didn't think about initially when we were planning this episode. Um, and I just thought it was a really great talk. So once again, Antonio's the gamer. Y'all, uh, you know, give y'all shout outs for your names and we'll just call it the episode. Super SS rank. Mm-hmm. Michael Smith logging off. Yes, sir. And it's been an episode six of the Gamer Podcast. Like, subscribe, share, and we'll see y'all next time. Take care.